already did that bit at the end of the last podcast. No, but they tie together. They link. Unless we don't upload this after the loan. That it's we not going to be. It's <laughs> not going to be the next episode. It's like two or three from now. Damn it. Um, well, hey, welcome back. Uh, we're back. I don't know what to tell you. We're here. Where'd you think we were going to be? You clicked on the video. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Um, but we're back with a guest today. Our guest today uh, is the host, if not co-host, mm, ding, mm-hmm. of the Only Stupid Answers podcast. You may have seen him on, I mean, basically everything. He taps into, like, uh, he used to be on, like, SourceFed Nerd, and he will make just appearances everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's an actor and creator, and his name is Sam Basher. Thanks Why are you looking at me, me in the eyes? Double checking. Sorry, I didn't say Sam Bashor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, Sam. Thanks for having me. This is uh, we got to uh, we got to talking, and I actually checked out the podcast before I came over. Your uh, right. theme song's primo. That's sort of, that's a good we're one. Very good. Happy we paid for that. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the only music I've ever paid Same. for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were we were looking up because we had the intro in mind. Um, and we were looking for songs, and I, I found that one just by, I think I was looking for TV show themes, and it was on one of those subscription sites, and it was a lot of money for a subscription. I think it was like $400. Mm-hmm. So then Gus was like, hey, look up the artist and see it, and he was selling it for 60 bucks. There you go. So, Boom. Yeah. Steel break. Like, nobody cherry. else used that, mm-hmm. okay? It's ours now. We paid $60 for it. Nobody else can use it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually text you about that letter because I kind of want one of those. I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. He actually, good. that artist had a lot of really good stuff. Dude, they were great. They yeah. sounded like full instrumentation. I can't. I seriously doubt he did all of that. Like, I'm sure it was just like electronic. Not mm-hmm. to discredit it. You know, I think he played it all at once. Perfect. Damn it, dude. I knew That's it. Super yeah, cool. he's really talented. Do all you, the instruments one time? Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you do, like, where do you get, like, audio and stuff? Like, do you take just, because I usually rip music off of YouTube, like, sort by, cro- like, Creative Commons and shit. Like, mm-hmm. no, where do you I, get your stuff? Uh, I try to do, there's, like, a, there's, like, free EDM, like, let's get Twitch background music kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. I look through that. Uh, but then other times, um, I kind of just use the We Hold music. The dun, 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 I dun, love dun, that. Dun, dun. Because Twitch usually doesn't like, they're like, eh, you're probably playing a video game. We're not going to like pay attention to that one. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm uh, I'm pr- usually pretty bad about that. I try to do as many credits in like the descripties and try to message as many artists as I can. But I'm, um, I don't know, I get lazy. I'm just going to, de- they're going to demonetize me anyway for yeah. some reason. Yeah. So why not have fun? Yeah, you that's know? a good point. Oh, I always boys. found with a lot of music stuff that uh, this sounds like it's almost an ad for YouTube. YouTube <laughs> has that, uh, you know, like create section in Creator Studio and they have that like music library. And I usually have a like, really easy time finding music for videos it's just by using that. I got to do that. There's I good stuff on that. there. No, I get lazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I get lazy. <laughs> I understand. I get lazy and then I do more work for myself. Like I'll spend an hour looking through like royalty-free creative commons, just these garbage titles, you know? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I could just find it really quick. But No, I do that too. I try to go through all the different websites and I try to justify spending like that $200 for that. Mm. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, nah, there's, there's absolutely no reason for me to do that. Yeah. 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 I do you guys ever have there's certain songs that I know are like when you're watching a video it will completely take me out of even watching a YouTube video because it's like I've heard that royalty free song so many times mm-hmm. like the elevator music from um, fucking what's the guy's name Kevin what is it Kevin MacLeod yeah, dude yeah. fucking patron saint of yeah. royalty free music <laughs> he's like the king of it and he has like one called like ev- elevator music or something like that is and that it's the, in everything is that like yeah that's the one yeah. yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Dude, him and like Ross Bugden, boy, those are some banging That composers. sounds like not a real person. <laughs> it's a guy. He makes some, some really good music. I always get mad though, like you were just saying. Like I get mad when 
I think that there's a certain point where like you can kind of own a royalty free song though. Like whenever I see like Sunny music anywhere else, because that's Creative Commons music, I'm like, that's fucking Sunny music. Yeah. Don't use that. They mm-hmm. own it now because they Sunny used it like that uh, artist they use for their entire soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I hear it in another show, it's just like. I know it's yours. You paid for it, but mm-hmm. that's always sunny. Like, yeah. They own that. Mm-hmm. I see that with the content cop theme song, too. Sometimes That was in my last video. Yeah, the Brent yeah, Rivera. Yeah, Rivera one. uses the content cop thing all the time. The and fucker. it's just like, he owns that now. <laughs> I get it's for you. It's for everybody. But yeah. when something really popular uses it like uh, for a theme, you know, something like the Gus and Eddie podcast, Boom. don't use that song anymore mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. Something to think I about. I tied it back there. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Basically, don't use it or I'm going to fucking <laughs> scream. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I dude. wanted to bring you guys a little present. Thank uh, you. I wanted Thank to bring you, you Stella because that's all I can uh, stomach because I'm a real sensitive boy. But I went to I stopped off at a liquor store close to here. And instead of being like a normal one, it was some kind of L.A. type one. Mm-hmm. So I think this is this should just be whiskey, but it looks really fancy. So if you guys yeah. want some, I want to see if I can get the sound on the mic. Hell yeah! Let's see. Oh, that was clean. That was clean. <laughs> I was worried for a second. That there was the exact sound that it made when I got my first erection in sixth grade. <laughs> Came right out, flipped inside out. I was out. shocked. I was wearing really tight jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we had a kid when I was growing up that literally, I'm not going to name drop him. Oh, thank you. I think that's enough. I'm not really good at measuring out drinks. Uh, I'm putting a bookmark on the masturbating in class, kid. Um, I got to be careful. I am not doing this in the microphone. You can hear in the back. That's going to be loud as shit. Yeah. That's one thing is ringing noises seem to, no matter what volume you put it at, when you're playing it back, it always sounds loud. Mm -hmm. Hey, cheers. Here we go. So what is the guy's name? Ross Bugden? To Ross Bugden. (laughs) To Ross Bugden. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking legend. No. Wow, it's your whiskey. That's very good. Oh, that's tasty. That's a from me, boys. Yeah. Oh, that was really loud. <laughs> that was really good. I know, it's far away. It's satisfying mm-hmm. to hear, actually. Oh. One thing is what you said about Ooh. the liquor store, too. The biggest adjustment with living here is, unlike any other place, it's like, oh, is this a normal store or restaurant, or is it an L.A. store or restaurant? A bespoke garbage yeah. factory, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't like really any of the L.A. restaurants or stores. Mm. Like, Especially what I'm used to with the Midwest is when there's – a restaurant, those people are trying their best to make the food taste good. And most likely, it's not healthy at all. But here, it's like the exact opposite, where they're trying to make something healthy taste good. And sometimes, I just want some fucking mozzarella sticks, boys. Yeah. And I don't want them, like, breaded with fucking, what's some organic? Uh, breaded with flaming paper. Flaming Hot Cheetos with Limon. Flaming Hot Cheetos. That's a healthy L.A. thing, is <laughs> breading things with Flaming Hot Cheetos. With Limon. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite, like... I got a I got a twofer question for you. Oh, what's your shit. favorite restaurant, and then what's your favorite like chain restaurant? Oh, uh, can I say it's the same answer? Okay, Chili's, one hundred percent. Chili's is great. It's a local neighborhood Chili's. It's better than Applebee's. I know that's a more of a Midwest thing. I got it. we have one out here. I went there. It was just lemon and salt on a chicken that I bought. It was really awful. Mm. Chili's though, every time they're gonna be nice to you. You can get margaritas the size of fish bowls. Ooh. And you get fajitas so that everyone knows when you're eating something. Everyone knows exactly what you're eating. It's louder <laughs> than a crunchy food. Yeah. <laughs> the whole through I've always liked chilies. It's one of those ones that, you know, late night hosts will make a joke about it and you're like, Chili's isn't that bad guys. Come yeah, on yeah. Now. We, we can they can take a joke, but yeah, yeah maybe yeah. calm down. You ever had we know chilies can take a joke. Yeah. It's yeah. chilies. <laughs> but uh have you ever had the classic nachos there? Mm-mm. It's I it's just one of those things you know where if you have a sibling that likes something it was my older sister so she just kind of liked the nachos from Chili's 
that was mine. So oh, that, was really, that yeah. like threw me off so oh. much. <laughs> I was just like, I was so quiet. Um, but uh, yeah, she kind of liked the nachos from Chili's and then they took it off the menu, but you could still ask for it and they'd still make it. So mm-hmm. for years it was like the fucking classic nacho. It's just like refried beans on <laughs> shitty nachos. Yeah. But I love them. No, I like having little secrets at chain restaurants. Mm. It makes you feel like you're more part of the family. Yeah. It's like in and out that's what their whole entire, like that's a cornerstone of their entire market. It's like, yeah, animal style. Like it's not secret. Yeah. They just don't, they want the menu to look nicer so you don't want all the garbage on there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's the easiest thing in the world to like build customer loyalty is have that secret menu that's so obvious though. Mm. You go in there and I bet half the people go in there are like, hey, listen, <laughs> you get this animal style. <laughs> you look left and right. Just yeah. I got like it. an animal style <laughs> prize. <laughs> got the cheat code booklet here. <laughs> the Nintendo <laughs> power. <laughs> well, same. They have like the Bible verses on the bottom. If you didn't grow up religious, you're like, what does that mean? Is that some kind of different cheat code? Is that a thing? Shit? Yeah. They do? Look I at the uh, every single like one of their packaging, like their fry container, the shakes, and then the drinks. They have like Matthew 3, 17. Proverbs. No, you say 11. the verse. You say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you know any Bible verses offhand? Ah, uh, <laughs> I know that makes sense in context, but that's such a weird question. <laughs> that's what we usually lead in with. So. Hey Sam, how was the podcast? They really grilled me about Bible verses. Post <laughs> Thessalonians two ten. My youth pastor's gonna be really disappointed. Damn, um, dude. Damn. Uh, God, you put him on the spot. Jesus wept. There's that, one. I was just yeah, going to give you that one. Yeah. Thank that you. A whole it's that, one? That's the shortest Bible verse is Jesus wept. Two words. Now I know one. Mm-hmm. Boom. And you could do that God or the John 3.16 one or whatever the fuck that is. Uh, doesn't love uh, is patient, Master love Chief? is kind. The I think that's a <laughs> Sam Smith lyric. Oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but they added it to the Bible after because it kind of fit, fit the you know tapestry of it. Yeah. Everyone in the church is like, this is really good. <laughs> Should we add this to the Bible? <laughs> like, shit, this is banging. Hold on. <laughs> add like a Shakespearean word in there. You're good to go. You boys want a beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because this whiskey's kind of biting me all the way down. Oh, <laughs> boom. You want me to shotgun it? <laughs> Ooh, we had uh, we had Jamie oh, we, on. We can get all mm-hmm. three cracks at uh, yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. triple crack. Mm-hmm. Oh, this feels great. All right, we all ready? ready? Okay, go. the cadence is three, two, one, crack. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. three, two, one. <laughs> I was a little late. Great. <laughs> Boom, Ooh. fellas. Tara- guys, Taras bu- Bugden is that Bugden. it? Taras Bugden. Bugden. I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Quiet. Didn't work. You know what I noticed is if you set shit on the load bearing things, it's less loud. I already have a glass there. Let's see. Less loud. Okay. There we go. Ten out of ten. It's been a minute since I had Bud Light. It's been a minute. You guys do uh, Tecate boys? I like Tecate. Yeah, that's a good nice like lo- like one. You can have yeah. like fifteen of them and you start to get a little dizzy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're good to go. That's that Mexican beer with the eagle on it or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Sabrina and I, my girlfriend went to, um, I always hate when like people bring up like significant others on shows, but then there's that obligation to specify that it is your girlfriend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause then pe- if you didn't say that, people would be like, who the fuck? Yeah. But the pe- then you try to casually name it, like, oh, Sabrina and I were just going. Anyway, yeah. we went to Mexico a few months ago and like it was just Tecate everywhere, but my trip was ruined because I just had liquid shit the whole time. <laughs> like it's the meme, but it's, I've never had such severe like stomach problems before. You drink tap water or was it the Tecate? It was the Tecate. <laughs> They make it with tap water, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. The two things I hear is that Mexico is great, and everybody I know has gotten food poisoning in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like every, even resort stuff. I it did. Still happens. I did a cruise. I've only done one cruise, and it was it went to Ensenada, Mexico. It went to Catalina too, which was really cool. But that island, there's nothing there, and they barely have food or water, so it's not as super exciting as I thought it was going to be. But we went to Ensenada, and I was like, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, we're like, no, nah, just like. 
there's like they have like the you know, like the Mexican cokes, and I was like, nah, we're just not gonna we're not gonna do that. There's no way to there's no reason to gamble. Let's go play with the baby tigers for five dollars or yeah. whatever they had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> save your money. What's the coolest place if like if you could not live in Los Angeles or well, I mean California at all or America, where'd you go live? Mm, Paris. Paris. I've been there twice. Really now or Vancouver, but that's like the most expensive city in like North America, so that's a little. A little too rich for my blood, but yeah. you no. Know, Paris is great. Like uh, two years ago, uh, my now girlfriend, uh, we did a like a little tour through Paris, Brussels, and Amsterdam, and it was like the perfect trip because we had a friend who lived in Brussels. She took time off. She came to Paris with us. She could speak every language in Europe, whatever. Mm-hmm. She got it. She took us everywhere, and every single night we would just get shit faced. It was amazing. It was really? so much fun. Uh, do you guys know the podcast? My dad wrote a porno. No, no, but it's a God great damn it. name. It's such <laughs> a good yeah. name. And so it's a British podcast. It's it's huge. They're going to get an HBO special soon. They're really oh, awesome. big. All right. Uh, so basic premise, pretty simple. Some uh, a man who is uh, I think he's like a director in London or something found out that his dad, who's now retired, was writing travel like journals. Like if you're going to Amsterdam or Iceland, read this to find hot places to go. Yeah. And Whoa. then he wrote a porno too like this like erotica and self-published on amazon no one spell checked it no one checked it for like anatomical errors on women or anything and like yeah. and then after oh wait no what he said was uh, his dad went up to his son and he was like hey i i wrote this porno and he was like uh, dad you shouldn't put this out he's like oh, I already published four <laughs> so, <laughs> and then so he got two of his friends and they read a chapter an episode and it's so funny and they have so many celebrities on like daisy ridley um they had thomas middleditch they oh, had wow. rachel bloom this season they had Haley atwell and a couple other michael sheen that was wait, oh that'd be a cool martin interview sheen? Mar- sheen? martin sheen yeah michael sheen i'm thinking of the one that's not benedict cumberbatch and i'm getting confused michael mike wazowski dude M- wait are you, are you mike thinking wazowski of, of like not benedict cumberbatch is in like sherlock stuff mm, oh are martin you, freeman or? martin freeman mm, no okay I'm, he looks the same that's why oh, I, can't, okay. I get him mixed up so i don't really know and i can't point to a movie that i'm like that's where oh. that's what michael sheen is from ross bugden Ross Buckley. Sorry, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking Sorry, of. Guys. Uh, y'all should check that out. Anyways, went on my Paris trip one night. I found out about the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and we spent a night in just listening to it, and it's so funny. It's such a funny podcast. Uh, we killed, like, two bottles of wine. We made microwave, like, lasagna, and we had that in <laughs> Paris, and it was the best night of the entire trip. It was amazing. That's great. It Dude, will forever awesome. be one of my favorite memories because we were, like, like spitting food on the floor, like we were so we were laughing so hard and we were so shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to check it out. Just yeah. premise alone, it's great, but the hearing that it's that funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so good. What are you guys? Where'd you go? The oh lasagna. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I like, what do you... What's your favorite? I don't know. What about you? Um, I haven't traveled enough to. I like, feel the have... same way. I've never been to Europe, so I can't like that's. I, I don't I feel like I can't choose where I would want to live if I haven't been to Europe at all. What's the one that seems like? the coolest which one seems like which one kind of does it for you new zealand would be a cool one dude yep, yeah I, that was gonna new be zealand yeah. seems awesome also uh i don't i'm whenever i think about learning a different language my brain just like locks down and goes like no you don't want to do that mm-hmm. but um and i hate when people like bring up how italian they are but like half my family's sicilian <laughs> and sicily like it's really annoying okay so it's a family thing. i was like yeah. i haven't run into someone yeah. like that. no trust me it happens a lot especially when you're in like the suburbs and everyone's just like hey chicago's right there and my like great grandpa was italian so basically I can do this all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they're, they're Sicilian and my great grandma who I knew, um, 
was uh, like from Sicily, and it's everything I hear about it is that it's great. Bourdain, actually, Anthony Bourdain uh, with Sicily, I, I think was it was the thing he avoided for a while because he's like everyone says to go there, so it's like the touristy thing to do. And then he went, and he's like, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I definitely would like to go there at least. I don't know about living there because I've never been. That sounds cool. Pretty cool. We have in our limited travels, we've been to Toronto a couple times, and it is just gorgeous. I love Toronto. It's very fresh too. Yeah, and I know the language too. There you go. You can get around. It's like a local. Shockingly yeah. clean in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Toronto is just cleaner Chicago, because it's on a great lake and it's cloudy and cold, mm-hmm. and it there's just it's. Not, I'm not going to say it's way cleaner because I don't live there, but when I'm downtown, it's. You said it looks like a Disney street. Yeah. Because it's just like, where's all the garbage, guys? <laughs> there's a lot of you living here. <laughs> the same with Vancouver. It's crazy clean. Like it's uncomfortably clean. Like mm-hmm. you're like, come on. Throw some shit on the ground. Yeah, I'll do it. It's fine. Like you guys can get mad at me, but at least it feels normal. Yeah. That one is like cold San Diego. There's like it mm-hmm. looks exact. It's like, but it, it has everything you'd want in a city in one city. It has like parts of San Francisco. It felt like parts of London and like New York and LA and like in San Diego as well. But then you can go skiing or you can go to the beach. Or you can go to like a national park. I would love to live there. They also shoot every TV show. Yeah. The CW is kind of like just bought out part of the city and mm. they just shoot really? all their shows there oh yeah, yeah. That. like oh, the yeah. flash and arrow and stuff like that Ooh, i watch all those shows because i do like the i do the nerdy content and like it's real hard to like okay let's pretend like they did they weren't just here in another show that i watched this same oh, week yeah. like oh, they didn't damn. just trade set they didn't like move a few walls around like this is exactly the same it's that noticeable oh yeah no damn. yeah 100 percent. like they like tr- they try so hard they try so hard and you're like you know what I'm willing to give like this one slide, but after five seasons, you're like, "Come on, guys, yeah. what are you what are you doing? Change it up." Yeah. I felt that way about the Jaws franchise. Like I was like, I saw the first one, I was like, "Okay," and then I saw the second one, I was like, "That's the ocean from the first one." Like, come on, guys, <laughs> Jesus. sloppy as shit. Yeah, and they made on. two more. Hey, come on, ocean. don't pinch <laughs> pennies. Come a on, fucking lane boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I hear with uh, the San Diego thing too. I've never been to San Diego, but. That's one of the cities, too, where everyone I hear that goes there says it's, like, the best city they've ever been to as well. It's awesome. Where, uh, yeah, I had one friend um, who he's in the Navy, and he was there for, like, a summer, and he's just, like, absolutely loves it. Um, so, yeah, I've never been, but, like, what's, so, what's, like, the coolest stuff about it, then, if you've been there? For San Diego? Yeah. Oh, dude, well, Comic-Con. That's the one. That was mm-hmm. always a – that's always a blast. That's the only – that's also the like, first time I had, like, a – panic attack pretty cool story uh when you walk into a room <laughs> where like it's like two hundred thousand people inside of it and all of a sudden like temperature goes from like it's not like getting in a car and it's like oh it's a little warm in here it's mm-hmm. like it's all of a sudden becomes sweaty in a room oh. and like you can just hear like <sighs> and like when you're walking through like a crowd of people and you're like cool 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 just close, yeah. keep your mouth closed like yeah cool 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 yeah. uh but no the city's cool because you got like the gas lamp district you can go like like you can go bar hopping and the beach is right there, and it's like a little bay, and they have an uh, aircraft carrier. God bless. You can get on the little aircraft carrier and watch planes take off. That's awesome. I think. I've only seen it from far away. They have pirate ships ships parked in the bay, too, which is pretty cool. Whoa. Oh, yeah. that's, you sold, sold me on it yep. now. There's this pirate ships there and yeah. Ross Bugden. You didn't say that, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, filled, I filled it in in my own head. Well, you can hear it in his music. It's yeah. kind of like, <laughs> he gets a lot ships. of inspiration. He makes it <laughs> on the pirate ships in San Diego. <laughs> I'm really fucking ship because you can just hear the water. I was wondering too because like you ever get like those uh, royalty free songs and they have the audio jungle yeah. like watermark. I was wondering because I hear Ross Bugden music and I kept hearing R. <laughs> I was like, what's Jesus going on here? Christ. I'm a big fan of dynamic banter. This uh, Steve Zergo's uh, yeah, Mike on the yeah, yeah, yeah. show me that. So I'm a big yeah. fan of when they use they go to like a website they type in. <laughs> <laughs> they type in whatever kind of music they want, and they kind of just try to turn it down in between mm. those little uh, watermarks that they have in the song. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I had to ask because, like, just to make sure. I'm like, you, you're doing that, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, 100%. There's a bit Steve did in one of the Dynamic Banter episodes about, like, telling Mike about uh, how to eat, like, Pizza Hut pizza and, like, dipping it in ranch. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I wish I knew the, the episode name so I could tell people to go listen to it. But he's talking about it, and he's like, you dip that in the, in the ranch, put it in your mouth. Flavor dry. <laughs> just like keeps making up different street names uh-huh. for like tasty highway. <laughs> it's one of the funniest bits I've ever heard in a podcast. The funniest video I've ever done, like uh, with them, is they went down the roster of all the McDonald's land people, like everyone who lives there, like why they're humans, and some of the children are chicken nuggets and grimace is a shake. But also, what? he was described as a simpleton for a long time. And he was <laughs> what like, does that mean? What? <laughs> all I imagine is of mice and men, and it's like Lenny who like. We'll kill you if you get a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, he's a shake, though? Like, grape shake. Yeah, he's the... He's Wait, hold on. Okay, yeah. they don't even make those. Did yeah. they ever make those? McDonald's grape shake. And then I, like, I bet, like, say, like, 1960s, 1970s, maybe 80s? I don't know. But on Grimace's Wikipedia, it's like Grimace was last seen <laughs> at Dodger Stadium in 2012, and no one's seen him since. What? So hopefully he's doing what? okay. So that was the last time they had a sponsored Grimace mascot show up, and he's just been disappeared. I mean, sorry, Am- the real Grimace. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. I don't know if it was sponsored. That was the last time anybody saw him. He went Holy in and don't shit. know if he got out of there. He was just trying to enjoy a game. It was it had nothing to do with work. He was just trying to kick back at the Dodgers game. The <laughs> one thing I'm seeing here, I, I googled McDonald's grape shake, and the only result is, like, there's new stuff, and they said that they sell sh- purple shakes in Japan, but it's not grape. It's potato. Ooh. There's a bunch of weird stuff at McDonald's all over the like all over the world. Yeah, I just hate other races and ethnicities. <laughs> 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 No, it's yeah, it's really cool seeing different regional things though. Like, um, again, we've been nowhere, but like just going to a place and be like, oh, there's lobster at this McDonald's mm. and shit like that. That's weird. Where'd you guys go that had lobster? There's some mo- lobster in like Montreal. They had some like limited thing or mm. whatever. Went there a couple months ago. Did not get it. I would not eat lobster at, my, at McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> See, what you're saying is you hate Montreal and their culture. I do. I don't understand a word they say up there. <laughs> it's nuts. I'm just not having it. Not having just, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of silliness up there. Mm-hmm. I've never used it. Does that Google Translation thing with signs actually work all the time? Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, you hold I've seen it up vid- videos of it. Yeah, I just don't know if it actually works. It does okay. It. it does fine. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's just one of those things where I saw it the first time, and I was like, this is the future for mm-hmm. sure, guys. It doesn't get grammar. It'll just translate it for okay. you. I tried to do it with Korean one time because I was uh, trying to understand what was happening in, like, an anime or something I found, like a manga, and it, it didn't really help me out too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys been there. No. <laughs> Speaking of anime stuff, I already did a rant about it in the last episode about Kingdom Hearts a little bit, but there's a new Kingdom Hearts trailer and again, there's no sound effects in the trailer. Mm-mm. It's just music and voices. And do you realize, like, think about how awkward it'd be if you were watching a movie and a character was running up to jump kick another character. I know, ex- I watched that before I came yeah. over. I know what you're talking there's, about. It looks so bad. Yeah, he runs and jumps in the air while yelling at him. But there's no sound effects for the jump, for the running, for any, like, ambient noise in the background. So it's just like, I'm going to get you. That stuff's DLC. <laughs> they didn't even have the kick in there. That's ten really? bucks yeah. a month. You gotta get those yeah. sounds. <laughs> that game's supposed to come out in a couple of months, <laughs> and there's no sound effects in the trailers. Wait, okay. So, did you play? Did you guys play that game growing up? Yes. Didn't touch I it. I grew I'm up out. on Kingdom Hearts one and two. Oh, same. So I have like a, an amazing memory of like, oh no, dude, it's like the most magical game yeah. you could ever play. And so they have like the. 2.8, 2.7 remix plus seven other games that you can play, whatever. So I bought one of them 
Not even the most recent one. I bought like three of them ago. Yeah. So I tried to play Kingdom Hearts 2 again, and man, I've never been more disappointed Dude, in my entire life. It's, it's like so dumb. The gameplay is still great. Great, yeah. But oh my god, it's so bad. It's so embar- It's embarrassing how much I fought for that game. That's like, what I said <laughs> in the last episode. It's the most ashamed I am to love something from my childhood. Because of course I pre-ordered the third one. Yeah. I can't help myself. I have to play it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, a, it's so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid. To just briefly explain to some people, from my limited knowledge, is in Kingdom Hearts 1, we got simple stuff. Main character fights darkness. And he has friends, and the Disney's there. Mm. Game two, there's fucking time travel. Something just happened above us. Time travel. Fucking, yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the darkness from Kingdom Hearts coming for us. But no, it's like there's a villain who like travels back in time, and there's side games that are necessary to the story that are on the DS, the PSP, which I already have lost <laughs> you because, like, yeah, people yeah. had DSs, but one of the essential story games is on the PSP. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like they bounced around from the first main two titles, and then... They've just been not having the third game for how long has it been? Like 14 years or something like that? Yeah, it's been way longer than yeah, I Yeah, and they've been expanding the story, not the main company that makes it, but they've been like main story stuff, main characters, expanding that lore for like 15 years. Yeah. And then the guys who originally made it are like, all right, we're going to make the third. What the fuck did you guys do? Yeah. It's, it's so convoluted and insane that if you find YouTubers that li- love Kingdom Hearts, they have videos going like, yeah, the story is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what happened. Gameplay's still fun, though, so hopefully the third <laughs> one's fun. Yeah, no, you want to play with Chinka Little and Lilo and Stitch and Tron because they ran out of characters, so they had yeah. to start throwing actual human beings in there. And it's, yeah. it's so weird when they show up. It makes you feel uncomfortable because you have, like, like Jeff Bridges' face is in Ooh, a game. I don't like that. There's, yeah, the Tron level is awful. It's yeah. so, like, the music's terrible. It looks terrible because it's not like Tron. Le- Tron Legacy would look cool yeah. in a world. No, it's not that one. But though. it's like classic Tron looking and PS2 graphics and people that clearly don't give a shit about Tron trying to make that style. So just imagine blocks with, like, neon text and textures on it. I would get the game if it was if like Jeff Bridges was in the game, but he played one of his grisly old sixty plus like Texan sheriff guys that he's only playing these I'll days. Only, True Grit, Hell yeah. or High Water, yeah, dude. Yeah. Or obviously R.I.P.D.D. That's fucking <laughs> rookie. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. You know, slip by me. <laughs> Hell or High Water was so good. Oh thank my God. you. That no, that new Netflix movie is from the director. The oh, I didn't know that. Outlaw King. It comes out next week. Oh, Outlaw what's that? King. What is that? It's about uh, so the director is Scottish. And it's about a Scottish revolution from like the 1600s. There's a question mark. I'm not sure when that is. But it's Chris Pine. Uh, which one is it? Pontius Parnell. No. Pine. 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 Oh, oh it is Chris Pine. 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 Yeah. 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 I'm in your dog. I'm in your dog. It's kind of bizarre to me to even hear you talk about movie news because Sam, I didn't tell you, but I did watch SourceFed Nerd all the time for news. So getting it directly to my face now is from the from the source. From the source. Stop. Go ahead. Stop. Well, if it makes you feel uh, any uh, feel any better, I don't know. I have not seen most classic movies, and everyone's always like, "Well, you guys see that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. I'm gonna go watch Good Burger again." Yeah, dude, yeah. Have, Good Burger is great. Yeah, good Burger Pokemon is movie. really fucking funny. Yeah, I think there are very. It's a good point that you make. I think there are rare occasions. It's mostly an asshole thing when people like are like, "You haven't seen this movie?" Yeah, like at most there are like 
maybe there's a cheat sheet of like 15 titles where you'd be like, you haven't seen that? Hmm. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you never saw a Star Wars movie? Hmm. Star Wars ones, that's the weird one where it's that's like the you've avoided one. Star Wars. Yeah. You've actively avoided it this yes. long. Yes. That's the number one franchise I feel like where it's like, you haven't seen Star Wars? Yeah. Hmm. That's the biggest. Yeah. It's like there's some, like I didn't watch Jaws until I was in high school because Jaws isn't just one where, you know, when you're growing up, somebody's like, you have to see Jaws. You got to watch it yourself. I've only seen Jaws 2. <laughs> that's, all I've, that's all I've ever actually, seen. Right? Yeah, actually, 100%. I've seen 100%. No, none of the sequels. So you're doing a callback. <laughs> how, how is Jaws 2? I've never seen it. Gus, have you seen it? Yeah, it's, it's really inferior. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell pretty much off the bat that, it was, that it's not great, but I had a good time. I was super sick, so I was yeah. like, yeah, I was kind of going in and out, but I got the gist. Uh, with that, people being a dick about that stuff, Gabriel Gundacker has a great vine on that where he's like, you haven't seen Breaking Bad? <laughs> no, I've seen Breaking Bad. Some new guy comes in the room and he's like, hey guys, how's it going? You haven't seen Breaking Bad? <laughs> no, I've seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bit. Oh man, no, those, are, those people are cool. Shout out to those people. I'll watch those movies eventually. Don't worry. I'll get there, boys. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Goodfellas. That's my big one. I haven't seen it either. And the thing is, I've known that I've needed to see it for about three years, and I only remember to watch Goodfellas when I'm telling people I haven't seen it. <laughs> like, that's all, because I'm never just like, what movie should I watch? And I should. I'm Now that I'm saying it, I'm going to probably watch it tonight. But, mm. like, that's one of the ones where, you know, people will talk about it. And in my head, I still really want to watch it. So if spoilers come up, I'm never like, don't spoil Goodfellas because I deserve it to be spoiled for myself. Mm-hmm. But I do try and like turn my brain off when people talk about it around me because I don't want to hear anything. I haven't seen it either, so we're going down okay, to ship cool. in this one. <laughs> I hadn't seen The Godfather until a couple of years ago too, yeah. which pissed me off because one year my – well, one uh, – my dad listens to the podcast, so dad, why did you do this? No. Um, my, <laughs> Shit, my you're done. <laughs> twin brother Tony, who edits the podcast, what's up, fucker, um, was sick, and he was seven. And my dad was home from work, and he's like, we're going to watch The Godfather, which Tony was seven. So maybe don't do that, dad. But um, actually, it's kind of awesome. But he, Tony was sick, and he watched it with him. And then for like years, I was like, well, I don't want to fucking see The Godfather. They watched it together without me, so I just missed it. And then uh, I saw it later, and it's really fucking good. You know what movie doesn't get enough love? What's that? Last Action Hero. That movie. I love That's Last Action movie. Hero. And it's the yeah. director of Die Hard, which makes it even cooler that he yeah. made a movie Damn. that criticizes action movies and also kind of celebrates them. Yeah. And it's awesome, and it's so cool. And I would love if they did it again, like, now. Mm-hmm. Who would they get? I don't know. The Rock, probably. That'd be a really yeah. good yeah, like, stand-in. That would be a great yeah. one. Yeah. I would love another, like, stab at that because you could. there's so many options for, like, what other movies you could hop into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Rock, it's so bizarre, too, because it seems like The Rock is totally self-aware that, like, he just makes some of those movies that are just totally – it's it's almost like making those movies are meta in themselves, like San Andreas or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's really bizarre. Yeah, because yeah. we're living in an age after Schwarzenegger, so it's like – Oh yeah, he's make, he's trying to make like Schwarzenegger movies, mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger. You know? But yeah, I feel. All right, well, maybe um, <laughs> yikes from me. <laughs> for that one. There was, I mean, Eddie, you know, Sam, and to everybody else, I shot a full video and I deleted oh, the entire card, and it was going to be called like Dwayne or The Rock's new summer blockbuster, and it was just like a, a one of those blanket statementy things, like oh my god, the his movie was called. I am unreasonably strong and the city is falling apart. Because <laughs> it's just like, that's the last five years. It's just and like it was a high effort ones. meme, too, because you set up the green screen. I put screen up the whole right fucking there, green screen. costume yeah. and everything, and I'm then it so was mad gone. about that. But that is a very good way of boiling down exactly what his movies are. I saw Rampage. He's a zoologist in that one. Yeah, <laughs> oh that one, God, that one yeah. makes very little sense. I think they try to kind of. They're like, you're a zoologist for the army, right? And everyone doesn't acknowledge it, and then they move on. (laughs) One of the weirdest things for movies recently for me is why are specifically apes that are CGI, 
why do they look real compared to any other CGI? Yeah. Like, Planet of the Apes is still... The, the newer series is the most realistic CGI I've ever seen in any movie. And by the way, that series is awesome. It's, Those, it's yeah, my favorite, um, like, one of my favorite trilogies ever, and I think in the last 10 years is some of the best movies that have ever come out. I think it's the best prequel, period. Oh, like, for sure. It's the sure. best version of a prequel for yeah. something. Mm-hmm. The, the issue with it, though, is um, to convince people to watch it, they have to watch Rise, and half of Rise of the Planet of the Apes is one of the coolest movies I've ever seen, but half of it is, like, James Franco dating a doctor <laughs> or, like, a vet, and it's just, like, Caesar is kind of the side character, and then Caesar goes to, you know, uh, the, I'm just going to say prison for it because yeah. it's supposed to be a habitat, and that part of the movie's awesome. That's really when the trilogy starts, but, like, to convince people, like, hey, this is one of my favorite series ever. It's one of my favorite trilogies. It's so good. And then the movie starts, and it's like James Franco dating for a little bit. Yeah. And like, because um, uh, Matt Reeves took over, right, for two and three. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, two it's and three so are good. amazing. Uh, I, the coolest thing I ever got to do for work, period, was a junket for War for the Planet of the Apes. And um, it, was, uh, I've, it was one of the craziest flights I ever had to do. It was in a day, like a total of 24 hours. I flew to Vancouver. That's where they shoot all of those movies. Uh, at 8 p.m. they took us to set, and we mm. were there till 4 a.m. because that's they were filming the escape from the prison camp in that nighttime. Shit. And we got to interview Andy, and he was in like that suit, and it was so cool. And we got I'm to so meet. So happy hearing this. Um, and the camp was real. They actually built that camp. It looked, yeah, it looked yeah. super real. But the mountains weren't. That was it was okay. in like a parking lot uh-huh. and like in and like outside of Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, it was the coolest though because Andy uh, came in the suit. And then he brought, like, the they have, like, these um, crutches that they use to walk like apes. Oh. And they taught this this guy, Terry Notary, who t- he has created how characters move for basically every movie. Uh, like, he was Silver Surfer. He is Rocket, the ape Rocket in that movie. Okay. He's Kong in Kong Skull Island. Oh, so dude, he, awesome. Dude, he's, Kong Skull Island is one of my favorite movies. Fucking Go ahead. It's yeah. real fun. Um, but, no, he, he showed us how they run in it. Like, they made them run up and down hills with the crutches to make it, like, more convincing when they're, like, on set. It was so cool and it was so interesting to hear them all talk and Andy like actually shook every press person's hand like like and he oh, was the man. very last interview of the night and then I had to wake up at 8 to get on an airplane and come back and I was at work the next day it was oh, a, I didn't shit. have to but I was like I want to get like some of these videos like started yeah but that movie got pushed a whole year for its release so we did that in December and we were supposed to put it out in January excuse me bless me um, and then we had to wait one whole other December for that oh, to come god. out oh my god he was super super disappointing but um, we had to wait that long also I looked way different like I was like I was like had a personal trainer when I was on the set of that movie and I looked great and then I watched it again I'm like god damn it <laughs> god damn it <laughs> That's, I, I don't want every trilogy to follow the same thing but I love the structure of those three because it's like introduce the characters and then in this it's like small action for the first one. The second one is big action. And then the third one is take the main character, really take the action down and make them go through shit and really like have the character grow more than ever. Mm-hmm. I love that for, for certain series. Oh yeah. No, and it has the best villain that has been created or re- like I guess Koba was kinda maybe Koba was in the original. I never watched the other the, I don't the think older he ones. was, yeah. I think the the name Caesar is the only thing that kinda carried over from yeah. the older ones. He that 
Koba is one of the best villains created for something for like sure. original IP in any movie in the past like yeah like 10 15 years like he's so compelling cuz it's yeah. it's so simple to understand what his deal is and yeah. it's like it's totally understandable he goes crazy but it's to- you get it like he was a- he was absolutely abused for what 20 years yeah. mm-hmm. and then he had now he has the ability to fully understand exactly his position in so- in this society mm-hmm. and he doesn't want that again like yeah. it's like it's so clear and he's such a great villain especially because not only is he introduced in the first movie but after the second movie he oh, has he ripple is. effects yeah he's I, in the he's he in the kicks first the guy off the bridge yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they use him you know to kind of show like the weird thing yeah about him being a villain is they use him as a device in the first movie as like, oh, yeah, I really do feel for the, them taking over over everybody else because they've really been mistreated. Then he becomes the villain. And then in the third movie, he has lasting rippling effects of what happened in the second movie on Caesar and what happens with all of them. And kind like, of the world a little bit. Yeah, because there's serious in the third movie, there's serious conflict of like apes that supported Koba and then are now against Caesar. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking awesome. I love the series too much. I was going to make a whole video on it, but then I was scared that people didn't want to see a video essay from me, so I haven't made it yet. Oh. Well, I'll watch it. If you want to just put it, <laughs> post it on like Instagram or something, I'll, I'll watch it. it. There you go. Make a little a Twitter video about it. I'll watch it. TikTok. What's that? What's that? Go. What is that? Is that video responses? Is that TikTok? how it works? Yeah, TikTok is. I'm I think watching it's really compilations bizarre. for hours. That's yeah. It. yeah, it's actually. I do kind of want to talk about TikTok because one, people keep. Specifically, I get it for me because the commentary stuff that I do, like, are asking me to make a TikTok video. I won't. Because, like, everything about TikTok has already been said because it was musically before. And then they rebranded. And that cringy stuff has already been talked about. But the cool thing about TikTok and the almost, like, horrible thing is that they rebranded and had those reactions. But now, like, funny people and also people willing to push it too far are also on TikTok. So they took, like, a community of people who are making kind of cringy lip-singing things and then just, like, took a bunch of internet bullies and mashed them together. It's That's such weird. a fucking bizarre thing right now. That's like putting like some fucking ten times serial killer into general population. No, honestly, yeah, it's <laughs> so do it? bizarre because it's like they took. They're like, okay, we're successful with musically. Let's rebrand. But even the idea of having reactions for kids who are making just lip singing videos, like, not a good idea. No. Either way, because <laughs> it's gonna be bad no matter what. Um, but I like that TikTok got like self aware because there were some memes. Where you know a girl would pretend to get tugged from the other uh, from the other screen, and then she would like go to that end of the screen and pretend to make out with it, hoping that somebody would make out. But then it got to be people were taking those videos and pretending to like punch the guy or girl, <laughs> and then it got so self-aware that people were pretending to be that one that got tugged. But when they went in for the kiss, they would fight, and then the person would fight them in the reaction. So it's just two like high school guys pretending to box the shit out of each other when they're in two different bedrooms across the country. Like, that's so bizarre. TikTok's weird. Mm-hmm. I had a question for you, Sam. Um, Cause I noticed, like I see like on like your Instagram stories and stuff, like, are you like just still going around to like these exclusive like movie premieres and shit? Like, what is that all about? So we would get invites uh, to like different screenings and, uh, I- uh, but basically, like, uh, we wanted to get more serious with movie reviews because mm-hmm. it's like we noticed, like, at, like everybody here, you look at your analytics and you see what works and reviews for us. Literally, mm-hmm. as soon as we put review in a thumbnail, it's like that's going to do uh, about like 200 times better than any other video we're going to do. Wow. So mm-hmm. it's like let's double down with those. And we weren't getting as many invites. It'd be like kind of like 
if we're lucky, once a month, more mm-hmm. like once every three months. Um, and they would always be really cool events, but now we do the legwork and we're trying to get on lists for people for like uh, going to these reviews and whatnot. So yeah, no, that's something that we get to do. And it's always so cool. It's always really, really cool. And now there's like um, a community of people that you like recognize me like, oh, hey, what did you hear about this movie? Mm-hmm. Or we just talk about like YouTube drama or, you know, other shit like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you do notice now, or I notice now, the only contact I don't have is Disney. That one's a really, really hard one to get. Also, mm-hmm. I think the guy... Uh, does see my emails and he just ignores them and I'm like mm. oh close I'll get there yeah. um, but I do notice that mo- movie the- uh, movie companies are way more willing to send you to a film that's not going to do very well they're like oh you want to go for sure and it's the only time I ever go to press screenings where the theater's kind of empty and it's yeah. like oh this is cool cool awesome thanks for that one uh, yeah. what did I see there was one that was uh, Predators the new one that came out did you guys see that yeah, movie no I didn't and the weird thing about Predators was like I feel like it just wasn't anywhere talked about like it just kind of came out and was gone yeah no i mean i was kind of getting a little bit of a little bit of momentum and then all the director stuff came out and like how we you remember like that kind of stuff it's, i'll just uh, re- oh, shane black shane black yeah, yeah, shane yeah. Black. so basically he had hired uh, someone who was like a sex offender and he didn't tell anyone on purpose mm-hmm. like he didn't tell the studio or anything like that and then they didn't find out like the whole cast found out at the same time on the press tour for the yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember like Olivia Munn coming out about it or yeah, something like that. Because she's the only one who had to do a scene with him, and now she felt specifically like weirded out that like, why did you make me the only female lead in the movie have to be with the sex offender? Like, yeah. are you serious? Like, yeah. so yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, and but the movie also makes zero sense. And I was like, and I get why this movie is gonna. I, the movie was gonna tank regardless of like that, but that just like was like the nail in the coffin. Uh, that's yeah. so disappointing because I loved the nice guy so much. And then, yeah, the next movie is just, like, not good at all. No, I love – I liked Iron Man 3. I've seen a fair amount of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I know it's good. Mm. And, uh, I no, I was very excited. I, I have The Nice Guys. I rented it on Amazon Video, and I want to watch it soon. I have uh, ten more days until that goes up. So. The Nice Guys is one of my favorite movies, and I hate to say that after we just discussed the Predator stuff. <laughs> but, like, it really is. It's so – just Gosling is so fucking funny – and he has no right being as funny, as charming as he is. Because if you're that handsome and, like, that charming, you shouldn't be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you should get, become funny to fill some kind of gap. Yeah. Like, that has happened. <laughs> and, like, he's just fucking hilarious. Have you ever seen uh, – it's weird that it's the same, like, name, but the, the knife guys bit that yeah. they've done on Kimmel <laughs> with Will Ferrell. It's so funny. It's just the, the basic bit is that um, – Will Ferrell and Gosling pretend to run a knife selling like show called The Knife Guys and there was some kind of scheduling conflict with Kimmel where they should be on but he like it's when he moved. It's just you got to look it up. It's so funny um, cuz it's Will Ferrell and Gosling and mm-hmm. it's just like it's really hilarious. Uh what was uh do you there were other good Ryan Gosling bits are the uh, what was it the papyrus sketch oh, from so, SNL. one of my favorite sketches so fun in the last ten years. I had not I guess I had just I had not watched it but I had always in my brain be like yeah that's funny but I didn't remember ever watching it I watched it recently I'm like it holds up yeah it keeps <laughs> <the mic. laughs> same um, same my spot fa- my favorite moment in that sketch is when he finally sees Kyle Mooney who's supposed to be the guy that made it and he's just like I know what you did yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at Predator here and I just because I'm curious you know um yeah did it make? didn't even double its box or its budget you know so 88 million dollar budget 160 million at the box office so that lost a ton of money then for the studio didn't um wasn't there another predator reboot like maybe 
eight years ago. Just wasn't it called Predators? Yeah, it was, or was called it, Predators. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it? what's his name. Is it Adrian Brody? Yeah, guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never saw it. It's I just great. Know. Really, it's really good. It's so weird though seeing him because he really bulked up. Like he really wanted. It seems I can't like, even imagine what he would look like bulked. It's up. really weird. It's <laughs> like you took the doll's head from another action figure and put it on like an like a GI Joe. It's really uncomfortable to look mm-hmm. at sometimes. You're like, you had to do steroids. There's no way you yeah. didn't do them. Like, um, but the movie's really good because it's prisoners uh, that all around the world they get abducted. And they don't know what happened. They just wake up mid free fall from space, oh, and they cool. they come to their shoots pole, and they're all different types of criminals, and then like they all have to kind of band together while a group of predators go after them. That's really cool. And the, the cinematography is really creative, and the entire story is really cool. It's like a planet that's just meant for hunting anything, and so they just throw things there. Like you'll run it. They run into. Lawrence Fishburne plays a role of another person who happened to survive like four rounds ago, and so he's oh, just there shit. by himself, and he's like full I crazy. Have to see this now. It's that really awesome. cool. Yeah. Topher Grace is in it, and he plays. Uh, you're trying to figure out what his whole deal is, and then once you do, you're like, oh, this is so stupid. But we're uh, gonna go ahead damn. and we're gonna ignore this. I hate no. those in in movies you like where you're like this. I can't. If I recommend this movie to someone, I'm gonna have to give them this disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what was I gonna say about? Uh, Predators? Predators? I don't remember, so move on from what I was saying. Well, I was just going to ask you, because you're such a fucking huge movie guy, what are your three favorite movies of all time? Do you know? Mm, (laughs) um, Yeah, I have probably. 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 uh, This is like a tentative answer. Uh, First Die Hard. Uh, And this is not an order. Okay. Yeah, First Die Hard, because that's... My family's Christmas movie. I watched that way too young, uh, but I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> and the scene that will always be in my head is the I haven't very, seen it. Uh, no way. Yep, I haven't seen it. All right, really? I'm not going to do what I said I hate <laughs> earlier. Because okay, I was going to say, I don't want to yeah. have it spoiled. I haven't oh, okay. seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the final, there's a final <laughs> shot with, uh, the, with the cop, and it's like my favorite. It's one of my favorite shots in any movie. So watch it. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have a good time. Um, and it's also my favorite comedy Bruce Willis. Like, com- funny Bruce Willis is always a good one. Uh, which apparently he meant to be a comedy actor and then Die Hard turned him into an action star. So, really? Yeah, so his entire career pivoted for good reason. But um, mm. that movie, I'd say Captain America, Winter Soldier slash Civil War, um, because I got to go... I, I worked with someone who did press for... Australian outlets, um, so like Australian like TV networks. So she got to do red carpet, and she was like, "Hey, do you want to come and do like I don't know social or something?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do want to yeah. go. So we got to go to the world premiere at the Dolby where they do the Oscars, and I was oh, like, "Oh yeah. my god, this is so cool!" Shit, yeah. And we got to meet like Luke Cage and like all these actors from like uh, like. So you, I only met the smaller actors in the movie, and then the TV actors, which mm-hmm. is not nothing. I still had a great time. Yeah. But then we got to sit and watch that movie on the big screen like Wait, in that Civil War or Winter Soldier? Civil War okay, Civil yeah. War and uh, that's Which why it's really Avengers 2 yeah. Civil War is the real Avengers 2 it's like yeah. 2.5 yeah, what yeah, was yeah. that Lion King like 2.3 or whatever they one did? and a half one or whatever half. I think it was it's like that um, but it's so it was so much fun I have uh, it's only a few times where I've been in a theater with like that's kind of like press a little bit and also celebrities I've never heard a group of people like that cheer as loud as like when um do you guys see it? Please spoil it. I'm not a big Marvel guy. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, there's a moment where they reveal that Ant-Man can also be, become Giant Man, and he hasn't said anything about it. And that moment, there were, like, gasps and people, like, freaking out in the theater, which I was like, I can't believe they saved that for this movie. This mm-hmm. was so much fun. It was such a fun moment where the audience was just exploding. And it's the first time Spider-Man shows up. So as yeah. soon as he does, when Queen, like, a giant text thing that says Queens pops up everyone immediately knows what that means and so that whole scene people just weren't shutting up they were just cheering and hooting and hollering the entire time I'd say that uh, that's kind of like a 
and that's like splitting it. And then one thing I'll say really quick while you're thinking about that is just Gus for you, someone who not, is not Marvel stuff. And you know, we talked last episode about mm-hmm. maybe you getting into it. Civil War is one that's crazy because you've spent like so long with certain characters, and there's just very rewarding emotional moments that oh, yeah. entire movie. Where it's just it, the Civil War is one of the most rewarding as a Marvel fan like movies to watch ever because mm-hmm. it's just like really it it just pays off. So mm-hmm. start watching them. Both oh yeah. The <laughs> I, okay, so I think I got an idea. So uh, every year for the past like four years, uh, we I go to Fantastic Fest with a bunch of a bunch of friends. It's a genre film festival in Austin, Texas, and it's so much fun. Is that the one where people box at it? Yeah, okay. it's so cool. They have these things called the Fantastic Debates where anybody can go into the ring. They like plan it ahead of time, and they can talk. They can debate anything. It'd be mm-hmm. like, what's the best like Aaron Sorkin movie, and then someone will take one movie, another person will take another movie, or it's like our superhero movies ruining Hollywood, or it's like which is better, Creed the movie or Creed the band, Creed the band one. But <laughs> really, it's, yeah, what? Because yeah, it's, <laughs> it's audi- audience chooses, so it's like it's all about people being like you know jackass. They're annoying, and it's yeah. great, and uh, it's not like a pretentious film festival. It's people like getting drunk and having fun and eating barbecue. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, there's two rounds of debate. And everyone's points make zero sense. Like, they, they don't really try. And then there's two rounds of boxing. And so that decides who wins or not. <laughs> I got to be a ring person for somebody who was uh, voting or debating for superhero movies that are good for Hollywood. And, like, I got to, like, give them water and, like, help them put their gloves on and everything. It was so cool. Um, but I got to see one year uh, Green Room uh, and The Witch. And that was the first time I understood, like, the it, it became like a new tradition for me. So those movies are tied. If I had a pick, I'd say Green Room. That's like my third. You guys ever heard of it? I have heard of it. That's the Patrick Stewart one, right? Yeah, oh, I've not oh seen God. it. Is the Witch that one horror movie that's like really? Uh, yes. Am I wrong? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, in like the is that kind of like old timey? Yeah. Yeah. I remember like the Witch coming out, but I never and I heard great things about it, but I never saw it. Well, what bummed me out was I saw and I didn't know. What's cool about the film festival is you actually don't know anything about the movies going into them. So mm-hmm. like you'll read a synopsis and you'll forget what it meant and when you sit down and they'll have like an intro from somebody who works at the the festival and they'll kind of try to describe it to you to give you like a sense of what's going to happen. And I totally forgot everything about Green Room. We sat down. We had such an amazing time. But with the Witch, they. Um, it was just an, uh, an amazing experience, but when I saw the trailer, I totally forgot where I was talking in the middle of the sentence, so I just had to be vamping until I got back to it. Uh, the They made the movie look like a jump scare horror movie, and it's not. It's fully psychological, mm-hmm. and it's more about these this family turning on each other in a time where like they're actually isolated. There's no way any of them can go get help and the, everything affecting them is so much up, so far ahead of like or above what they could ever comprehend mm-hmm. so there's nothing they can do. Yeah. And it also it's uh, the way the director was there and he was talking about it that like he studied for like a year folklore from the 16th from like people who moved over here and actually believed like witches like they believed Whoa. that this is what would happen. So the world of that works the way that they think the world would have worked. Um, if witches were real, like mm-hmm. if, they, if that happens. So that way, when you're thinking about this, like this is their like werewolf or Bigfoot or whatever, like this is, or, but like if we actually like more people like fully believe like yeah. that was a real threat up there. Yeah. And like, so when you watch it, you realize how much care they put into it. Also, you got to watch that movie with subtitles because they're a little too period accurate and it's really hard to figure out oh, what no, they're saying. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Damn, um, I have so many fucking movie questions for you. But anyway. While you keep going, I was just going to say, I have to pee, but keep going. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Okay. Thank yeah. God, dude. Finally. Yeah, finally. We got to That made me feel a little weird about that reaction. <laughs> okay. He'll be, be gone soon. We'll just joke. We'll fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. I was going to say, um, so I'll save that because I was just going to give my top three answers and I was going to ask Eddie's too. Um, I know Eddie's not a huge horror guy, so he may not have the answer for this, but do you, what is a horror movie that you have felt the most scared of? Like, what's the scariest for you horror movie? 
Um, there, I think it's I'm trying to think. It was probably like a festival movie we saw. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I really like blockbuster horror movies. I know people like to poo-poo them because Dude, like we're in such a horror renaissance right yeah. now. The last like even five six years or so, like mm. oh my god. I'm trying to figure out one that like really shakes me to my core because there's plenty where I'm like. I feel oh okay okay this year I can just I'll go with that uh, hereditary and I feel like that's a I horror fuck, movie I haven't seen it. that's the one big one that I haven't seen this year like for like stuff that I would love you're missing out but also fuck. I felt physically ill after like yeah. I took my girlfriend and after we were like like we were gonna go to like this uh, uh, game bar we can get like drinks and play board games and stuff mm-hmm. it was gonna be really fun we're like. Kind of just want to go home and watch cartoons. Like we went back and watched Bob's Burgers because we really? felt like physically, like we're gonna drink a lot of like we drink like a lot of water to make us feel a little bit better. We watched that. We watched like maybe an hour of that to really like get it out of our system because that was like the last movie that like I think it's the only movie that's actually made me feel ill, like physically ill, like sick to my stomach. What about you? Well, bless you. Well, first of all, thank you. I was burping. I'm doing like I'm like a fucking smoke over here with my burps. I had Indian food for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say. That you answered a question that I was going to ask you right after, though. Like, I was going to ask you, like, is there a movie that made you feel, like, just uncomfortable and ill? And for me, did you ever see It Comes at Night? Yes. And it, I've never been more stressed sickened. out in a movie. Yeah. Sickened. Yeah. Like, I felt physically sickened by that. Have you seen It Comes at Night? I'm trying to remember what last I'm, year. Right, was, my brain's only thing of It Follows for uh, some reason right Joel now. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. And then I just. Oh, it was the uh, A24 movie, right? It was yeah. the A24. I, I think it had it. like a $15 million budget at most. I almost want to verify that. I'm yeah. such a junkie. I love going to Wikipedia and looking at like budgets and how they did the box office and critical ratings and then just like the production notes. Oh, yeah. No, I do the IMDb trivia and I always like read through it as I'm watching mm. an episode sort of like the office I'm like they broke during this scene this yeah. is funny oh this is improv <laughs> uh, no uh, it comes at night that's a movie I don't know if I could watch again Same I don't think I will I don't think I will watch it again if it's with new people mm-hmm. to experience it with them <gasps> I thought of the movie that's what? so frightening that I felt sick what? It's, it was this year at Fantastic Fest it was called Violence Voyager it's this it's so weird to describe because it kind of feels like a fever dream that you have to retell someone and like the pieces don't make any sense yeah so it's animated but it's more like um, it's it's painted, and it looks like a retro like Japanese posters. Where you like you find like a Godzilla poster or like a Tarzan poster from the '40s, and someone hand painted that and it looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. So the whole movie's like that. But the people are cut out, and they're on like popsicle sticks, and they move them around the screen, and they, like they move them for like it's like a stationary shot like with a DSLR, and they like move them closer to like blur them out and everything. So it's weird. But before the movie started, someone prefaced it saying all the liquids are real, and you're like, what does that mean? And so every time a character vomits, they like cut a little hole in the mouth, oh, and they shoot no. like stuff out. It gets so gross so quick because it's about kids who get trapped in like a homemade amusement park already super confusing yeah because uh, you're like what does it what does that mean i can't describe it more because you have to see it and they get trapped and they get like melted down and you watch them get melted it's really violent Ugh. and they get fed to this kid who got turned into a robot that can only eat more melted kids the more i describe it the more confusing it gets it's like three hours long and like well, we couldn't leave but at a certain point <laughs> <laughs> that's a little fucking side note. <laughs> we just had to stay and it, the more it went on, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't let this can't keep happening. Like more kids were melting and more people were dying. And like they kept showing, like they kept animating like naked kids. And you're like, what, what am I looking at? And by the end of the movie, one of the kids, like one of these kids who gets trapped, gets turned into like a monster. And all of a sudden there's a narration that comes out of nowhere. It's so funny though. This guy is like, I'll be honest with you. Bobby's not looking too good. Like his life's 
pretty much over. But you know what, Bobby? Hang in there. And it ends with him as, with his arm up in the air, and then it cuts to credits, and you're like, wait, hold on. His yeah. whole family's been melted down. Every kid in this town's dead. And like you're like, this this kid's going to starve to death. Yeah. But anyways, three hours in, it's one of the most disturbing movies that no one will ever see because it's so weird. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look it up later. I know it's a lot, but... Oh, it's a it's one's gonna change your life. I would just like to add a quick side note. I don't know. I don't believe like because it's such a subtle thing. I have been winking at the camera once every podcast, and I just want to say for the record, Tony, if you put this in, I coincidentally and accidentally winked maybe three seconds before he said "animated naked kids." <laughs> I would just like to maybe excise that from the record, Tony. Um, be sure to edit out what Gus just said and keep it the original. <laughs> Fuck! I didn't know. You hit me with a curveball there. Dude, that's got to stay in. God that's got to stay in. That's God like, damn it. You've been winking every podcast. Just one. Just I don't hiding just it. Just one. There. Just one little bing. Just intermittently. I didn't. Know I typically that. do it when I'm like, okay, I probably don't have something to say here. I'll just throw a wink in there. All right, so now but, everyone's gonna know when yeah. you wink. You don't know anything to say. They gotta count them up. Uh, but what are we, you wanted to say? What were your three uh, favorite movies? So, well, first to just answer the horror specific one, the scariest movie for me that I ever saw was The Babadook. Mm. Did you see that one? I did. It's another movie I watched with a fever. So when yeah. I was watching it, I'm like, I don't think I'm following what's happening. The thing is, I'm. I shouldn't feel this way, but I've watched it with other people, and I think I have a problem about with overbilling movies. Like I like to, I use superlatives when I pitch them to people. You know, I go like, "Dude, this is the greatest like action movie I've ever seen," or like, "This is the scariest movie I've ever seen." So then it's like, "Yeah, well, they go into it, and they're like, oh, well, hmm, impress me, the scariest movie I've ever seen." I watched The Babadook, and I've never had like. I watched it when I was in college, so I was like a fully-fledged adult. I already watched horror forever. And I I was so old enough to know better with stuff, but for at least a week after I watched it, I could not go to bed. I was in a shared dorm room going to sleep. I had to, like, check the closets, and I couldn't go to sleep without the lights on. Honestly, it, it bothered me that much. Um, it's just because, I mean, you've seen it, you know. It's just the monster in the home, like that, especially that bedroom scene. Oh, yeah. And... I don't know. Everything about it, the sound, the imagery was so fucking perfect. And it just scared the absolute shit out of me. But, like, I, I show it to other people, and, and people either are, like, right there with me, like, oh, my God, that was the f- most fucking terrifying movie I've ever seen. Or they're like, that was stupid. Yeah, no, I did that with It Follows, because when I first saw it, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is so inventive. Yeah. And then I really hyped it up with uh, one of my friends, and we watched it, and he was just kind of like, he wasn't ruining the movie for me, but he was kind of like subtly pointing out like, wait, what does this mean? And all of a sudden I realized all the flaws that like a lot of the logic of the movie doesn't actually line up. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that sucks because it seems really tight knit. And it's really, and like the, the scares when they happen feel really smart. Mm-hmm. And they still are, but the movie starts to make a lot less sense when you, uh, someone's coming at it with that kind of knowledge. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's always weird with time with movies. Even, I, I think it's almost unfair, but it works as well with, with review stuff where sometimes I'll see a movie and love it when I saw and then like the next day I'll be like hmm that was a pretty good the thing is I still love the movie um but I really like The Incredibles 2 when we saw it. We saw it together. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, I love The Incredibles 2. But the longer I've gone without seeing it, the last 10 minutes of that movie are way too fast. Oh, it's yeah. Like the boat stops and they're like, all right, we're, we're done, guys. And then the credits roll. And you're like, wait, yeah. guys, yeah. this is an animated movie. Like, you had so long to finish this one out. Because The Incredibles 2 is so funny and so great. And it builds on the first one so well. But, yeah, the last 10 minutes of that movie feel like they were, like, thrown together. And it's so weird to me that the more time, yeah, that happens all the time with movies with me where I'll love it in, in theater and then like as more time goes by, I'll kind of start analyzing it more and more. Mm-hmm. 
Where even if I rewatch it in the moment, I'll enjoy it more. I think that has one of my favorite jokes of the year. It's What's not that? like a joke. It's the it's the scene in the restaurant where the dad's trying to take his daughter to mm. wear it to his crushes her crushes web uh, yeah. website <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> and uh, she sh- like shoots the water out of her nose because I had a beer before going in, so like a lot of stuff was like I wasn't like following what was happening exactly, yeah. so I was distracted enough. Uh, that I didn't realize that he was at the table already. So when she shoots water out of her nose, I couldn't stop laughing for like a long time. Yeah. I thought about walking out of the theater just to like collect myself and then coming back in because I was probably obnoxious how hard I was laughing at that That's scene. That's a great scene to laugh at too because after she does it, the scene is so chaotic yeah. of like her trying to explain <laughs> it and him trying to like pitch his daughter to the guy like uh-huh. while it's happening too. So that's like a perfect one to keep laughing at in that moment because like she's red faced and he's yeah. like, yeah, she's, she's really smart and yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> I love his breakdown when like he's like so, like he's like strung out like he's tired and he and the kids like are asking like what's wrong and he snaps but he's not mad at anybody he's just like tired and he's like yeah. I'm formulating like you got like there's a lot of stuff flying at me and I'm trying to process it and I'm just trying to regurgitate it out but there's still stuff coming and like he kind of he's just fully explaining what it's like to be like a single parent for a second and it's yeah. like you know, I really like this like this feels mm-hmm. exactly what the director felt and he's like this is how we're gonna capture it this is how you're gonna say it and the, obviously Craig D. Nielsen's a father too so he already knew like this is what we're gonna do yeah. and I'm like I love how pure and true that scene was yeah mm-hmm. That's one thing that Pixar nails more than anyone is just, like, these true scenes. I think I even talked about it on the podcast. I don't get how Coco has such, like, a powerful way to make anybody tear up. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. That it's movie destroyed it's, me. It's because Coco is so honest at the end. Because everybody who gets to the end of, the, of Coco has to face the fact that they're going to get old and die. Oh, yeah. And it's like that's the, the most honest I've ever seen a kid's movie be. It's just like, hey, you are going to be this one day. And it's sad, but also it's kind of happy at the same time. And it's like you can't not cry at that. No, the harder the harder lesson is when the people in the dead place disappear when I you're know. forgotten, and you're like, "Whoa, that's even harder to yeah. like think about." Because at a point, everyone that knows you is gonna not know you anymore, yeah. and people are gonna stop talking about and you. And it's even like no matter how famous you are, yeah. at one point, it's just all over, man. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're gone. I think the record holder is probably Jesus, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's got the belt for that one. Maybe yeah. somebody anywhere near Jesus that is still remembered <laughs> and, like, could still make it in the Coco world. People Jesus in the Coco dad, world would be so fucking mad at Jesus where they'd be like, he's still fucking here? Yeah. How many people have second died uh-huh. and he's still just hanging around <laughs> so prominent? Uh-huh. Like, number one. And also, like they, the ones that were forgotten, kind of like fell apart. They kind of dissolved. So he's Jesus, looking great. Like he's yeah, fine. He's, like, looks, he's, he's looking he, perfect. Yeah. Better than people who just died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I was looking up the Incredibles box office rating. First of all, it has a ninety-four it, on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a lot. It made oh, a lot of money. My God, easily. I think it's Wait. on the top ten highest-grossing movies of all time, and well, it might still I be. I think it's the highest-grossing animated. Right, one point four billion, one point three billion. That was a fucking fantastic guess because it was one point two eight two billion. Oh, Round it up. Sam's right. All right, everybody, buckle down. I'm gonna type a lot of shit right now. Right now. Oh no! Whoa. I'm so sorry. Be careful. All right, we're good. Um, I just saw something <laughs> as well too. Did Wait, you actually we... type something? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, I, I, did I, I had to type in list of highest grossing films. There you Wait, go. Really quick though, I'm seeing something on the counter that you wanted to mention on the podcast that you specifically <gasps> ordered. Dude, there's so much stuff going on. Dude, Sam, just honestly, grab it. This, <laughs> is, this is one of my favorite podcasts. There's so much shit going on. I'll be right back. Okay. 
He's also, I think I know what it is because I see something that looks really cool. Yeah, I saw the ad on I Instagram wanted, as well. I wanted to touch it when I moved when I walked in here when I moved in. Sam lives with us now. Uh-huh. You boys see the Instagram ad for this? Okay, I feel like a piece of shit now because th- twice now I've buckled to the weight of the targeted ads on Instagram and I've bought cool shit. It Fidget works. cubes. When before they got before oh, they blew yeah. up, there was like an ad. They're like it was one of those innovation Instagrams where it's like, look at this invention. It will cure every ailment. Like it will make you so smart. And so I. I bought one i'm like oh this is garbage <laughs> yeah i i didn't buy it directly i didn't click the link of an instagram ad but i had an adidas instagram ad for those sneakers right there uh-huh. and i was like i need to buy those i love those so much Dude, so yeah I've, the instagram specifically are such great they're good ads. i almost bought something recently it was um i was really drunk and i was scrolling <laughs> through instagram and it was like a playstation uh logo uh crew neck sweatshirt which is like my shit i buy sounds so many awesome of these. yeah yeah and it was the logo but like the print of the logo, you know, when there's a logo and it seems like there's a picture behind it, mm-hmm. it was like a bright pink and bright blue, like sky with flowers on it nice. and the PlayStation logo. And I almost bought it cause it was like, I think it was like $34, but then the shipping made it like 45 and I was like, okay, I'm drunk. <laughs> Do I want to spend $45 on what could potentially be a shitty print that I'm going to get <laughs> delivered to me? Yeah. So I didn't do it. Um, and I, honestly, it might even be more worth it to like go on one of the websites and make it myself yeah. rather than buying it off them. But yeah, go ahead. Well, back to that. Yeah, first of all, that's what I did. That road children's road carpet sweatshirt that I had. Yeah, it was an Instagram ad. Great buy. You know, those, a, wait, I know exactly. Yeah. Well, you have a sweatshirt with that. On? Yeah, the yeah. whole thing is a great. print of that. Nice. Does it feel like the carpet, or is it like a nice sweatshirt? No, it's a nice. I can tell that it's on the. If if there was a spectrum of cheapness, I would probably rate it a six out of ten on like. Quality. Feel I guess. this one because I will say I'm switching merch companies. This is a cheaper sweatshirt. Yes. Feel this so right now. well, the thing is, this is like traditional cloth. This is kind of like a stretchyish kind of thing. You okay. know, you know Drew's like Martin Lawrence shirt that he has. Yeah, that he bought from. A it's like store. it's like a little thicker. It's not just a Martin Lawrence shirt. It's a shirt of the cast of Martin on it. <laughs> and it's such a shitty print. It's such a shitty print that where the fold is, like for the sleeve, there's white gaps of the images. I know exactly where he bought that shirt. Then I know exactly. Exactly what website that what? is. I have what a, is it? I have a friend. Uh, uh, it was like it's not Redbubble. I'll, I'll find. I'll find a link. I'll send it to you. But yeah. I, my friend is an artist, and she did like this awesome print for Wonder Woman. I just wanted to support my like friend, so I bought it. All the armpits, like no color was there, like along the looks, seam at the bottom. Uh, it looks awful. Yeah, it ruins completely what the beautiful Martin or Wonder Woman print. <laughs> <laughs> it completely ruins it. The thing is, something like that Martin print, though, is the best and only thing that you can get off stuff like that because the print, it you can see the pixels on it. Yeah. And it's so poorly printed that it makes the shirt that much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I do have a story then with poorly okay. printed shirts. So this is this thing. I'm impressed with it. I think it was like 10 or 15 bucks, including shipping. It was like maybe $22, That's which is just dumb, but it's something i put on the desk yeah so if you're audio only fuck you you're dead to me please unsubscribe but other than that um look at this little box you open it up <gasps> harry oh. potter now listen if, when if i audio listener and if you can't see on the video it's not doesn't just say harry potter it's fully the harry potter logo like etched into the wood it looks really good and it's a, it's super ornate and watch when i spin this shit Put it a little closer on Super cool. That's the Harry Love Potter it. song. How much did that cost? I Didn't think you? including shipping was 22 That's not bad, honestly. Mm-hmm. For something as cool as that. 
What's it look like? It's look like on the inside. It's just you just see oh, the it's music a little spinny box. Thing, yeah, it's just, that's it. Watch us get copyright strike for the, <laughs> the music box. I'm glad that my sister doesn't listen to the podcast because I'm gonna get that for it for Christmas. Good. Um, nobody tell my sister if you know her and you listen to this. Wait, is that printed on or is it like you can feel? Ooh. I don't know. Um, I didn't really feel it yet. Yeah, let me see it feels quick. like maybe laser engraved or something. That's but can you do cool. that on wood or does yeah, it catch no, on you can. fucking There was fire. a girl. There was a girl in my elementary school who her dad did that like for a living. So she got. Every I like she wasn't in my class. She was in Tony's class. She got everybody's name like laser printed into wood and gave it to everybody, which is like some cool shit. Um, But one thing about printing shirts and like shitty was that whiskey bit me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but uh, the shitty printed shirts was um, my senior year of high school. One of the guys in my friend group like really hated his senior picture. It was like this awkward smile, and you know senior pictures are so dumb. Because you have to go to a separate place and have it done where it's like, you tried for this. And mine, specifically, my senior year, I was much heavier than I was now. And it was just my senior year where I got really heavy and then I lost the weight at the end of my senior year. So when I took the pictures for it, I was like, I look fucking terrible. So I didn't do anything with it. But my friend like, like put it on Facebook or something like that, but he still hated it. And I think his mom posted it or something. So uh, for his birthday, which it's, it's uh, my friend Brandon, who's going to the, okay. the cabin, we're going to celebrate his birthday too. I will wear this shirt. Um, <laughs> is for his birthday, without telling him, we all got his that senior picture printed on like giant on a shirt and all of our friends came to school that day without telling him wearing a shirt of that photo on it and he just like absolutely hated it he was a good sport about yeah. it but one of my favorite things is i forgot the customer i think it's custom ink the the uh company for it but they called me and they had to be like Hey, um, so this picture that you gave us, <laughs> they're like, uh, it looks really blown out and bad because <laughs> like, we put it so giant on the shirt. She's like, I just want to make sure that like, if you shrink it, the quality will be better. But how big it is, like, it looks awful. And I had to just tell her like laughing. I was like, no, it's better than it looks awful. <laughs> I had to be like, thank you for calling me and trying to make the quality better, but it's better if it looks bad. Oh, wait, okay, yeah. so I'm trying to picture these shirts. Is it the shirts that, like, you feel like your your body can't breathe when you put them on? Like, they're, like, the plastic that kind of – it feels like recycled, like, water bottles. The cloth part of it like, or The what? cloth. It's, like, made out of – it feels like it's, like, a polyester. I don't, know. I don't know. I need to take a leak, and I'll grab the shirt on the way back, okay? The fucking road shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. You always talk. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. The, well, I, I would. It would take way too long to find the picture, but it was great. That's actually one of my favorite high school memories because his birthday was right before we got off winter break. Mm-hmm. So you know, in high school, when like the day before winter break, all the teachers don't give a shit yeah, and like no. everything. Yeah, so it was fully one of those days where we all had this big prank that like everybody saw in school, and I didn't have to do anything in class. <laughs> I remember what my math teacher, who I I loved him, but I don't want to say his name because I don't know what the internet will do. Um, is he was dead because you know one of the lamest things about math in school is that even on the off days they have to teach it to you like the first day of school you know they're always like okay i know it's the first day but we're learning algebra and you're like what the fuck man (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah that day he was trying to teach us like desperately and none of us were listening to the point where he started like doing the lesson and then he could tell no one was listening so he started like just saying gibberish and just marking lines with the chalk on the chalkboard and waited like a minute for somebody to notice and then he just stepped to the side and there were just a bunch of dashes all over and he's just like 
None of you are paying attention. I guess we're just not doing class today. Mm, I definitely, uh, sometimes I got a little too big for my britches when it came to like junior year. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take AP classes. This I mm. can do this. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking three. <laughs> like, mm. I'm, I'll be honest, dumb kid. When it came to like math or sciences, I love science, but when it became more math oriented and not like just studying, it's just nothing. Exactly the same yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. Love and science I, can't do math. I took physics though, because it was like, this sounds cool. And also, our teacher was amazing, but uh, oof. I whiffed that one. That was my worst. That was one of my worst classes, like, period. I didn't, like, fail it, but I'm like. Was it AP physics? Oh, yeah. Oh, I took regular physics, and, like, I took other AP classes whenever it was, like, English stuff because I could do well in those. But, yeah, like, whenever I I was in regular physics, whenever I had a friend in AP physics showing me what they were doing, I was like, how the fuck could you even pass this? No, I I got it until, like, maybe three-quarters of the way through, and they just kind of had to throw everything at you. and like, "Eh, you're sink or swim. But after you took the AP test, he didn't give a shit what anybody was doing anymore. And he was just like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. So we'd bring in food, uh, N64s, GameCubes, and we would start making. For, like, the last, like, month, we did a Super Smash Bros. tournament in the class, and it was awesome. Uh, But... I just knew I failed that class. Like, I didn't yeah. fail that class, but I'm like, that's just a solid C, and we're going to need to move on past mm-hmm. this. The nice thing about those AP classes, if you didn't do well on an AP test, it was just like, all right, no college credit, but it's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, I love that stuff when teachers bring video games into it. Like, my uh, my favorite teacher ever, I got lucky enough to have him in fifth grade, and then he moved to sixth grade the next year and put in word for me and two of my best friends to have us back in his class. Nice. And it was actually one of the biggest favors I owe to my brother is he accidentally – selected my last name with my my brother's my fraternal twin mm. so he selected him so my brother nice enough took the coolest teacher and gave up being in his class because he knew he actually wanted me in his class and then had like one of the shittiest teachers in our school but um one of the things is for winter break he brought in rock band two at like the week before winter break because we all did well in our tests and every day we had the option to stay in for recess and at recess he would order pizza for five days straight wow and we could play rock band every single day and we were broken up into bands with our friends and he forced us to rotate every instrument each time and it was so bizarre because like Still my favorite teacher ever, but I had a 360. You cannot do this anymore. He played Call of Duty with us after school a couple of times, which you cannot do anymore. <laughs> but um, one of the things I remember, too, he's like, yeah, I wanted to test it, but I like I brought my like my Xbox, and I forgot to bring the power brick. And like he emailed me before school and was like, can you bring your power brick? And I was like, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's like the weirdest, like, I was helping play Xbox in elementary school. It was so weird. That's so bizarre. Yeah, he's that my he, favorite still. He had you a, had an email in elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Yahoo email. I still use it to this day. But uh, <laughs> to Yahoo. No, to Yahoo. but um, yeah, no, those teachers really do have like a lasting impact. Like they I really do. need to email that teacher and just tell him. I accidentally said his name last episode and then we had to edit that out. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I really should email him because my mom is a teacher and so is my sister. And I feel like you should definitely email your teachers that had an impact on you and be like, hey, you did a real good job. Yeah. There was a weird thing when I was in high school because there was a teacher who – he was really controversial just cause like his, his methods and stuff too. Um, but like he was always cool to me and it was really weird. And there was a situation where I had just missed so much class and it was like, he was so strict in so many other areas, but Which I missed school. Did you say this is, this like is in high school. high school. Yes. Okay. High school. So I was probably a sophomore or freshman or whatever. Okay. And I had missed so many assignments, like so many to the point where I was going to fail the class. Like I would have gone from an A minus to an F just because I was gone for like state cross country, state volleyball shit, all this stuff. Um, And he had a rule where it's like, once you take the test at the end of the unit, 
you can't make up any assignments in the past unit. Like you're done. It's you're on to the next unit or whatever. Yeah, pretty fair rule. Yeah, and he was always. I'm using my language carefully because there's a bomb drop later. Um, but he like he was always like super cool with me. You know, and like, and like, we would just talk about like classic rock and shit because he was a musician. So I went into his his classroom. Was like, hey, like, Mister Blank, like, I, I'm gonna like fail. Like, I'm sorry, I just don't have the assignments. And he's like, he goes, tell you what, Gus, super unscrupulous. He goes, tell you what, Gus, you know, I think you're a cool guy. You're one of the only guys that knew what uh, who Boss Skaggs was, the guy that sings the Lido Shuffle. He's like, so I tell you what, I'm just going to go into my computer here. Uh, what was that, that ancient Rome stuff? You, you, what was the stuff you said you were missing? And I listed like 10 things. He goes, oh, Gus, I don't know if you know. He pulls open his drawer. There's nothing there. I'm looking at him right here, guy. I don't mean to be inappropriate, but this sounds like a porn. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, close to what the bomb drop is. Oh, shit. But, like, he was doing a whole bit about it. He's, like, where he's lying. He's just like, I'm looking at him right here, man. Which is in, you got when A's you're 16 on the mall. is the coolest moment of your life yes. as a teacher just fixing all your problems. Yes, for like, you. I went in and I maybe had a 30% in the class. He went, A, A. Ooh, these are looking good. A, Oh, you're doing a great job. This and is a porn. Went from like a 30 to a 98. Holy just, shit. Just because you like the same bands? Just, well, we we had a little repartee. And ah. there was like, a, that was one specific thing he mentioned. He's like, he was like, hey, Boss Skaggs. No one knows fucking Boss Skaggs. He didn't say fucking. It was a sophomore. And then I was like, <laughs> I know, Lido Shuffle. He goes, thank you. Just I have one no of those idea what you're talking things. about right now. Toledo. Oh, ah, ah. There's two seconds. You I don't still know. don't. Should I sing this full song from the top? Go for it. Go for it. Tony, one, two, three. But then it turns <laughs> out that um, he raped some kids. Wow. Okay. Holy wow. shit, Gus. I had a, I had an, um, I had a picture of what you were gonna say, and that wasn't what it was. It wasn't even close. It was, it, I thought yeah. it was the guy that close. got banned for the fucking porn on his computer. That you no, told different about. guy. Not even okay. doing a bit. He just he what had sex with nerds. Kids. Downloaded porn onto a school computer. My just, cross country coach. No, <laughs> that's so lame. It's always weird when people from my hometown watch it, but it's like don't fucking watch porn on your computer. Get your shit together, dude. No, genuinely though, I'm not even doing a bit like rape joke. Oh, like he, dude, we're gonna Jesus get demonetized. Christ. Tony's oh, gonna have to wait. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, I don't know. But no, he did. We like he censor had, that, though, for real. Yeah, no, Tony beat, beat my ass. I won't say anymore. I'll tell him. You don't have to say <laughs> that on the podcast. <laughs> no, but he did that. He assaulted students. Yikes. Yeah, that's a big and yikes. And did you... You didn't... That's... Well, it was yeah. so weird because I was in the position where I, I was fully, fully had no idea that anything was going on. I mean, most people didn't. And I got called to the office to, like testify not testify like a court thing but just like kind of vouch for his character and i was just like yeah he's always been pretty cool with me i don't know like i've learned a lot like i did learn a lot and he was cool in the classroom but oops don't do that yeah. lord jesus christ Yikes. how many people were in your high school class Did you maybe say 60, 60 65 what are you for real yeah yeah he's from a very super small, small. Town. my whole town population is like just over a thousand people did you guys like know not I mean not know everybody but it's like kind of like oh the, you knew that, everybody in the town because our town wasn't even like one of those things where it's like in a suburb of a big city where they just like cut the lines you know there's a yeah. thousand people in the town but there's tens of thousands of people around well, you. that's not even when you're saying the suburb thing yeah. just because you're not from the like I'm from that suburb. We're cut the thing. Do that. I'm from that <laughs> suburb. Cut the thing, and it's seventy thousand. Not they don't cut it at like Damn, one thousand, two hundred thousand. We're from LA, so it's different. But yeah, let's yeah. Say, yeah. So like when they cut those suburb lines, guys, it's not like oh, I. It's the same size as a small town. It's seventy times your small town. Damn. And yeah. the lines are cut, and I live on the. I lived on the border of three different towns. <laughs> Jesus. So, like it's literally like here's a thousand people. 
you need to drive at least like highway driving where uncontested traffic at least 25 to 30 minutes in any direction to hit people. That's, like why the next town. <laughs> That's why I understand high school rivalries in small towns because yeah. it makes sense. But high school rivalries when you're in the suburbs are like, I have six schools within walking distance. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like, like, why would I fucking hate these people? They live right next to me. It's like Castle Age feudal empire shit. You know, like, well, this is our fucking civilization. Yeah, Where's yours? I have to go through cornfields to get to yours. And, like, yeah, there's, there's, that's so bizarre because then I'm sure you, like, don't want to name any of it, but, like, towns surrounding you have different histories that you guys shit on them for. Oh, yeah, dude. What's, like, not a super dark one, but, like, what's the dumbest thing you've ever heard of another town doing? Of another town doing? Um, I love this fucking backwoods Wisconsin I mean, shit, just, dude. Well, there's just dumb <laughs> rumors that circulate. Like, there was a rumor that the next town over, like, their janitor and their high school, like, was super mad that he wasn't getting paid enough. So he broke into the art room and, like, and like mopped the floors with paint one night. That'd so just, dope. like, just was paint everywhere and then left. Uh, That's cool. That's a it. cool exit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. At our school, uh, for one of the senior pranks, someone put super glue in all the locks on all the doors oh, in, like, one section no. of school. Yeah, that dude, I think he went to prison. <laughs> that dude didn't end up okay because that, that way it cost like thousands of dollars in damage because like people could not go to class he because of act, that. He didn't actually go to prison. They hired him at the prison because people keep breaking out. And yeah. He's like, what if you super glue the door shut? Oh. He runs it now. <laughs> um, no, I was, uh, what was I thinking of? You said school rivalries. Okay, yeah. so my school mascot were the Indians and it was Ooh. just a generic Native American man yeah. in a like in a headdress and everything and so uh, I, I always kind of felt like a little like weird about it and like when we'd go to like football games or whatever people would like dress up and do like the whole thing like face paint headdresses and you're like did ah. they do like tomahawk shit too oh, oh that was God. our cheer that was like yeah you'd do that and I'm like ah. yeah it's always like a lot of sighs in the audience you're like kinda, I don't want to like I want to rock the boat here, but yeah. like it doesn't feel good. But I know that when a bunch of the in like the nineties, eighties, when like a bunch yeah. of the tribes uh, went forward and were like like they took a really hard stance about like not using uh, like Native Americans as mascots, they held up one of our boogie boards from our swim club, and it was like our name of school, big mascot, and we're like. Yikes! Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Like they didn't ever change it, but they really toned down how much they like would do stuff with it but when it came to rivalries someone hung our like one like a wooden like native american we had in our quad oh. yeah we also had a race riot at one of our schools oh, race oh, riot? sorry not at one of our schools at my school we had that yeah there was a race riot what co- what constitutes a race riot a, uh, uh just to describe it i'm going to be more specific w- with the race of the people who were fighting a uh, man uh it was like a kid who uh, was indian he was antagonizing uh, some students who were black and then he kept saying like as many slurs as he could like, Wait, like Indian is in uh like from India from India okay from yeah. India. he was antagonizing them and then they like beat him up cuz cuz yeah <laughs> and like and Appar- why yeah and also for some reason this guy actually had friends and then they it, it became more like uh, Latino like versus uh, people who are black and then people who are white like it was just kind of like it just started exploding and then like there was like helicopters that like circled the school like no one ever got like hurt people did get arrested though that one yeah. there was a lockdown that one was crazy did they lock him up with super glue or was it a traditional <laughs> jail I'll check it out okay, I'll check the Wikipedia do. yeah <laughs> traditional <Yeah>. jail <laughs> like the new age of prisons is super glue I grew up in one of those towns that uh, I grew up in a town that like really honored like western movie stars so there's a lot of cowboy themed things in my town. Really? Like for oh, okay. for a town in Southern California, 
there's a, like a lot of like cowboy experiences. Like, do you want to know what it's like to be on a locomotive? It's like, no. Well, too bad. We're doing a <laughs> school field trip, and you're gonna find out. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing. I this is a complete topic change. But when we were talking about movies, I thought of this before, and then I had to pee, so I didn't mention it. Um, just so you guys know, uh, I I'm really loving the recent trend of doing western movies or entertainment and making it like painfully realistic, like The Revenant or Red Dead has a lot of it too. Mm-hmm. I just I love that of not um you know kind of glorifying it but being like hey it would really fucking suck to live in this time you can't bathe yeah. <laughs> like you can't do anything <laughs> i really love that there's kind of this new burst of like very realistic western stuff revenants that's a hard one to watch yeah. that's a hard one to rewatch one for time's sake and yeah. also when he when he's eating out of that bison that one's yeah. that's a that's a bit rough. My that's big rough. my big yike scene in that, which I watched recently, because I watched it ramping up for Red Dead, is Tom when Hardy's he has to, in that, right? Yeah, Hardy's yeah. great. He should have got best supporting actor. Oh, that's without great. a fucking doubt. travesty. He's one of my favorite villains because again, you know where he's coming from. Yes, for it. Leo's best actor. He did a fine job in the movie. That was such a fucking makeup call. He should have won in 2013 for The Wolf of Wall Street. It was bullshit. He should not have gotten it. He, he just was a fucking method actor for. He's this. still great. In the it Revenant, was a great though. performance, but it was it not wasn't best his best. No. Um, but one of the, one of my favorite parts about the Revenant, this is unrelated to what I was saying, is when um, Tom Hardy's explaining like how he got scalped, um, and during it, um, who's the guy who's in um, uh, We Are the Millers, the the kid? E- I don't know his name. Redhead kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eyebrows. But eyebrows. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, eyebrows, he's yeah. in it, and he's like while he's explaining the story, like etching a symbol into his like canteen. And it's just the sound of scraping metal. So he's telling the story, and you don't really notice. And then Tom Hardy like turns, he's like, "Can you stop that?" Or like, "Can you cut that out?" You're like, "Oh, he's telling the story about the knife hitting his skull, and some guy scraping metal at the same time." Ugh. But yeah, my the big scene for it is when he has to the uh, throat wound when he has to like cauterize it, oh, and he has to like fucking yeah. burn his own throat. Oh man, that's I a saw, rough one to watch. I saw that movie four times in theaters. That's the only. I saw movie. it twice. That's the only movie I've ever seen four times in theaters. I saw King Kong five times in theaters. Damn. The new one Mainly or the Peter Jackson? Or the one? Jackson Peter yeah. Jackson one. Okay. Mainly because it was in junior high and the youth group was hanging out and no one apparently not the whole group saw that in the first go. So we kept seeing it over and over yeah. again. That movie is does not hold up the more no, times no. you watch it. I, as a kid, didn't really like it, and that's why I love Kong Skull Island so much because it's one of the most fun blockbusters I've seen in the last 10 years. Yeah, I have a lot of last sorry. 10 years mentions in this in this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just – well, I was just going to say just, I – can always say like oh i saw this movie twice in theaters mm-hmm. but it's just because i watch movies and then my dad wants to see movies <laughs> with me so it's like i see most movies twice mm-hmm. um i had a revenant thing uh so when i wanted to watch the revenant the second time i was single and there was a girl in my english class when i was in college and i was like kind of cute so i was, said let's let's go for a movie date and for revenant? a first date <laughs> she's like she not to shit on her you know but she just was one of those kind of like passive timid per- people or well, whatever I would say too if you're not interested in something like The Revenant it's probably one of the most boring movies you can see boring slash gruesome as shit yeah <laughs> again because there's just like a ton of crazy interesting stuff happens but it's interesting to me mm-hmm. I could totally see somebody watching The Revenant and being like this is not for me at all yeah. so me stupidly was like <laughs> do you want to go see a movie yeah and I said like dude can we go watch The Revenant again? <laughs> <laughs> so we went to watch The Revenant. I had not really talked talk oh, to this girl no, before. It's kind of just like cause. a cold call date thing. And almost right away in the movie is the yeah. bear attack. Yeah. In the Revenant. And if Even you haven't seen it. Well, yeah, the opening like, scene uh, is insanely gruesome. Yeah. It's, but I, sh- I think the opening scene, other than the bear scene, has the most like 
screams of pain and terror is the opening yes. scene. It was yeah. Which by the way, I appreciate the, about the movie not realism wise, but they really go intense on when somebody hits the water and they're bleeding like the water or the blood just spreads and I yes. like it visually it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go and watch The Revenant, and we're sitting in there, and I don't know if it's the first 20 minutes or whatever, but the fucking <laughs> the bear attack scenes. If you haven't seen it, it's not a spoiler. Leo gets – it's one of the most gruesome things I I've mean, seen on screen. I mean, it is a spoiler, but, like, it's the most famous it's thing about the movie. The yeah. main so. part of the movie, you can you can describe that part. He that gets, one, a, that he gets yeah. attacked by a bear, and it's shot to look like a one-take thing, and it they must be do not hide anything. at least three and a half minutes long. It's, it's long. It's gruesome as shit. So we're watching this thing, and even re-watching the movie in theaters, I am physically uncomfortable. Like, you can't just watch that. Oh, yeah. No. So it's very uncomfortable to watch. We're watching, and the girl is clearly dropping, like, clues like, oh, I don't like this. And just saying <laughs> stuff like this. And I was just sort of sitting there, and she kind of, like, slowly, like, gets her... Oh, I brought the shirt, by the way. She, like, gets her coat together, and she, like... Oh, no. And she, like, picks up her purse, and she takes all of her stuff, because it was in the wintertime, and, like, she kind of slowly starts to leave, clearly saying, like... Hey, we're gonna. Can we please go? We're going now. And I just did not break eyes from the screen. <laughs> she gets up and she went into the lobby. And I, and part of my brain was like, maybe she's gotta go pee or something. But I'm like, why did she take her fucking jacket? <laughs> yeah. So she's out there, and I just forget about her. At least thirty minutes go by, and she comes back in the theater, and I'm like, fuck, dude. And she comes and she sits down. And was just like arms crossed or whatever. Didn't say anything. Well, it's a movie. You don't say anything. But we finished the movie and it was like super uncomfortable. Meanwhile, the whole time I'm loving the movie. I <laughs> fucking love the remedy. I say this fully respectfully. We're very close. Yeah. I love you. You're an asshole. <laughs> I know. I just forgot. That's, I just was that's like. such a whore. Like if she told me that story, I'm like, I didn't know you. I'd be like, what a fucking piece of shit, dude. And like, like she never explicitly like asked me to leave, but it was dude, pretty. Dude, she picked up it her purse and her pretty inferred. Super inferred. <laughs> And then she just came back, like, and she didn't, like, say anything. And then, like, we went into the car afterwards, and I was just like, did, so you probably didn't like the movie. I'm sorry about that. And she's like, yeah. Can we go home? Yeah. Oof. And I just dropped her off and never talked to her again. Oof. Yeah. I, I like, I sent also, her a, a movie is a bad first date either way. Yeah, it's bad. It was, it was, hey, when you're younger, flub. you don't know. You know, yeah. you, it just yeah. seems safe because it's like, oh, we're just going to sit down and not talk to each yeah. other. I was just like, the revenant. Yeah. I text <laughs> her after. three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I text her after and I was just like, hey. Sorry, that probably wasn't a good choice for a movie, and she just didn't respond. Oh, man. And then I had to keep going to English class with her for, like, two more months. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I did uh, Scott Pilgrim in high school. That yeah. was, like, I was super excited about it, didn't know anything about it. It looks fun. Edgar Wright, why not? It's going to be fun. But it was, like, uh, girlfriend at the time, it was, like, or we were almost boyfriend-girlfriend, so mm-hmm. buckle up, boys. It's going to get crazy. We were, like, kind of, like, like tickling, like, oh, this is funny. And, like, we would, like, put our foreheads together. And it was like, okay, cool. So this is when you're going to go ahead and kiss her. But then I outthought myself. I was like, wait, maybe she doesn't want to. Maybe yeah. she just wants to put your face, her face near mine. That's, that's, that's not an invitation. And so I stayed there. And for about 45 minutes of the movie, we were just looking at each other. <laughs> what's Seriously? This? Yeah, it was super weird. I was like, maybe I should get up and leave. But then she didn't move. And I was like, wait, what's happening? Wait. And so I went for a kiss. And then we went back to watching the movie. And I'm like, oh, wait, good. You I went met. for a kiss. And did it, did After, it wait, reciprocate it? At, she did. Okay. Yeah, because she was just waiting. I just felt weird about it. But we skipped 45 minutes of the movie because I was too scared to kiss her on the mouth. And we, but we spent that just staring at each other's face or looking down. Like this. Oh man! I was super awkward when it was like like early wow. early days dating. I got oh, yeah. I got a little I got a little bit cooler because you start <laughs> like looking around LA and there's actually fun stuff to do besides going yeah. to a movie. 
high but, s- leaving high school, I just like couldn't be like not behave. Sounds like I'm doing something wrong, but I just couldn't function on a date. Like I just didn't know what mm-hmm. to do. So I totally understand that, especially like yeah, right out like. Coming out here, yeah, made it way easier of, like, going on dates with people. Because when you're in a city, it's like, oh, there's cool shit to do all the time. Yeah. Rather than, like, hey, we could um, – I could pick you up from your parents' house, and then we can go see a movie and go back to one of our parents' house. <laughs> well, yeah. pretty fun. Wait, earlier you guys wanted to see your top three movies. Oh, I was I was waiting until you got back. It was right when you peed. We talked about horror movie shit. What are your top three I movies? I don't have an answer because, like, there's just so many different movies that I love for different reasons. I, I pick, can't rank them. I pick, like, three just random ones. I, like, the thing is, though, is, like, I can't – I always have trouble ranking anything because there's different – again, yeah, there's different reasons. Like, I have different favorite games – um, like if you ask me what my fav- favorite like single player games are, are going to be completely different answers of like favorite multiplayer, or favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. So like I don't really have movie rankings. That's a for good point. It. I think I have a I have a desire to categorize stuff, um, and I so I always know my top ten movies off the top of my head at all times. Mm. Um, but my top three are Django Unchained is my all time favorite movie. Fantastic I just movie. fucking love that movie yeah. so much. Um, uh, and then the second is Wolf of Wall Street. And then it's the Big Lebowski. Have you been able to rewatch Wolf of Wall Street? Because I've only seen it many once. Many times. Yeah, it's I, great on the rewatch. Many, many times. It's amazing, but I felt real dirty after watching really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was like first time you watch porn, you're like, oh, this is a sin. <laughs> like you're like, oh, not religious, but I feel like this is bad. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I. If anything, that's one of the most rewatchable movies I've ever seen. Actually. Wow. Yeah. I will say when we rewatched it, I had like a torture in my head. I don't know if you remember this because we rewatched it with Sven, mm-hmm. and there was the. One of the bedroom scenes with Margot Robbie, and I mentioned that when I saw it live, um, when he hits her in the stomach, that it was the like one of the most audible gasps I've ever heard in a theater. And then that scene passed, and you were like, I don't think he hits her. And then the scene passed, and he didn't. And for like 20 minutes, I was like, I, I know this happened. Like, yeah. I remember it so clearly. And then that scene happened later, and you're like, oh, okay. But like for that gap in between i was like did i make this up like yeah. i just don't understand <laughs> where you think like this would be interesting if i told it to somebody and then your brain just like that's what happened yeah and then that's so spooky. like yeah it did and i was like i don't know it was it was it was good to f- not to see it happen not of like and i told you so but like okay i'm not crazy <laughs> i just remember what my favorite movie of all time is Ooh, what's i that? just remembered what it is it is called uh uh, three football and soul, and I know it's a poorly translated Japanese title, but it was at the fa- it was at Fantastic Fest, and it the premise is based on something that's a big problem in Japan at the time the movie was made. Probably still, I don't think they figured out a way to fix this. Is that people would go online and create things called life clubs on any social media platform? It could be anything. It could be even like like a Nintendo chat room. Like it, they would create life clubs, and these are people who are anonymously planning their own group suicide. And it's hmm. rule. It's a huge problem. Like it's a, like like the government doesn't know what to do because they're not going to call it like oh it's our life club meeting blah blah blah. It's just colloquially that's what they call it. And so the movie is about four people that are planning a group suicide and they don't know who each other is. And like they're like we're going to meet here. This is how we're going to do it. Um, they're going to do it via a firework, which at first sounds weird, but a guy is a firework like display curator. So he makes a three foot ball giant firework that's basically a bomb. That's going to and they're going to sit right in front of it and it's going to go off. So they're like oh it's going to be beautiful because the fireworks going to go off and it's whatever. So it starts out this the guy who creates it is like 45 years old and they all use their screen names when they meet and the entire movie happens in this shed in his backyard and what's amazing I met the director couldn't speak a lick of, a lick of English. He wrote it, directed it, shot it, edited it, scored it. 
all by himself while working an IT job. What? Wow. Yes. He, and he's like a badass. And he's like, he's so like calm and so nice. But anyways, the movie follows this 45-year-old guy. Then like a 20-something-year-old guy shows up, a younger guy. Then an older woman, maybe in her 40s. And then a teenage girl. She's like 14, 15 years old. Ooh. And so they freak out because if this girl dies with them, it could look like they maybe coerced her to be here. Yeah. So they're trying to convince her to not be here, but she sneaks around them because she wants to kill herself for whatever reason. We don't know why they want to each kill themselves. She hits the button, boom, goes off, cut to the guy setting up the bomb again. And he remembers this, the guy who did it, he remembers what happened. And then everyone, it happens again. And he explains like, wait, I know what your name is already. And he's like, why do you know my name? We're not supposed to know each other's names. It's like, no, I, I do, I've done this already. Then it happens again, and then the younger guy gets sucked into it too. So they're both in it, and eventually, like a, the younger guy remembers when remembers. he wakes up next time, and they get sucked in. Like Whoa. it's Groundhog Day, but it's about a suicide. And in the first half of the movie is really funny because they're just trying to convince this girl, and like they don't know how to convince someone not to kill themselves because they want to kill themselves. Yeah. So they're like, well, "How am I supposed to do this?" And eventually, all the older woman and both of the guys get stuck in this time loop, and they're all just trying to convince this young girl not to kill herself. And in the beginning, it's so funny because they're like, uh, "What do we do?" And like, uh, "Look outside." There's a creek, and then like as soon as he says that, the girl snuck over and hit the bomb, and it goes off. And they're like, "What, what were you thinking when you were saying that?" And because they can remember each time. Yeah. And also, what's kind of graphic is that they know what it's like to die via that bomb. They know what oh, happens. Geez. So they're like, "Please stop doing that. Like, please make her not do that because it's awful." And eventually, they each have to confront why they want to kill themselves because they're trying to talk this girl out of it. And what you find out is every single one of them, I think this guy nailed it. He has every reason why a person would want to kill themselves. For what, from what I understand, it basically covers it. The older guy is embarrassed by his job and he can't provide for his family anymore. So he took out a life insurance policy and even if he kills himself, they're going to get a crazy amount of money and they're going to be fine and he's not an embarrassment anymore. Or he's kind of an embarrassment because in, in, in what they described is killing yourself is not going to look good, but they're going to financially be fine and she can go to school. So mm -hmm. he's like, that's how he's justified it. The, uh, the younger guy, um, he's a doctor and he is so nervous at his job that people don't want him to be his doc their doctor anymore. And so he's basically going to get fired and there's a scene where he's on the phone talking to his mom and his mom's like kind of joking like haha we spent so much money on you just like hopefully you're good and like uh, it, she's trying to be funny but it's not and it pulls out and you see that he's in a tub fully clothed and like just sitting in the tub like fully like it, he's not doing okay. The older woman was in a car wreck and it killed her young son. And the shot is very graphic. Like, she wakes up after this car wreck and blood's falling on her. And you know it's her dead, like, nine-year-old son. So it's, it's very rough. Yeah. And I'm going to describe this because I can't find this movie anywhere. And it's been driving me crazy for, like, three years. Please so tell us in the comments. If you can find it, please. What's your Twitter handle? At Sam Basher. Yeah, fucking tweet at Sam. Please. Find this. Uh, but the younger girl, you find out that she has – basically, she's lost all her parents. And she lives with her stepmom. And she's been stealing from her to try to, like – impress her friends who like tor like bully her and like torture her and it's like mm. awful so that's why she wants to kill herself and there's this moment where they all kind of come they all criticize each other for what why they want to kill each other or kill themselves but you're like wait if you do that we have to criticize what you're talking about because it's like you're going to abandon your family your family paid for your school and you are actually like a helpful part of society and also you're not the reason why your son died you got you got t-boned you were you were fine like mm. that's not your fault yeah and like you're going to leave your husband 
and like that's what you're gonna do and then the young girl it's like oh so this stepmom who raises you after like your the dad I think maybe died early then and you're not really sure like you're gonna leave her like that's how you're gonna do it you're gonna leave her a note and you're not gonna talk to her about this like they all call each other out for it and they're seriously like mean about it and then they both they can throw it right back at him it's so smartly written basically it gets to a point where the girl still hits the button and then in, this, in the last round they, you kind of get a hint that maybe the girl knows, and everyone sits down, and it gets to the scene. Let me know if I'm talking too much, by the no, way. You no, can go ahead and cut this out. I'm very intrigued by the of this. Yeah. So it, in the last go of it, everyone walks in, and they don't talk to each other. We need spoiler alerts, though, if you're going to drop the bomb oh, on this. Spoiler stuff. alert for the entire movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But it, it gets to the scene where um, the, girl, the young girl walks in, and she says the same thing because everyone's saying the same thing because it's a time loop. And no one's saying anything. She's like, what's, what's going on? And the older guy, this older gentleman stands up and he's like in tears because it's not about dying. It's that he actually, is, they've all kind of come to realizations about what what this effect is going to have on the people that they care about and on each other. And he's like, I know you don't know who I am. And I know this is going to sound weird, but I'd be devastated if you died. And it's like this like, woo-hoo. yeah. And she cries because she's like, you're not going to believe me, but I feel like I've been here before. And then the movie in this weird way has a fourth act where you see where they all end up in the future and they all have these like moments where they've actually influenced their lives for the better, each of them, and they never mm-hmm. meet each other again. And it's, uh, I, I was crying so hard in the yeah. theater that I like hid my face because it was embarrassing how hard I was crying throughout this whole film. Wow. But it's the perfect balance of humor where it's like, this is dark humor. Like they, they, are, they are dying and they keep going over and over and over. And then like, there's this moment where, where only two of them know and the other two don't. And they're saying very personal information about them that they learned in one of the time loops. And they're like, you know what? Screw it. And they hit it. And it's like, it's so funny the way this guy's able to capture humor that is universal. Yeah, mm. and I and thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know anyone who is that determined to tell a story because the whole point is, like it, any movie that would be similar to this, is to inspire people to think again when it comes to like wanting to commit suicide. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, so if you've ever had anyone or whatever that if you've ever had to deal with those feelings or other people having those feelings, this movie hits real hard and it doesn't pull any punches. And it's like my favorite movie. I've talked about it like nonstop on my podcast and no one's been able to find it. Someone went to, it's a Japanese movie, but someone uh, was on a trip in Korea and they were going through like, like this Japanese market trying to find like any copy of it mm. and no one can find it. Damn. I can't find it anywhere. And it's, do you it, know what the guy's name is? No, I could find it online, but there's not even like a rotten tomato score for it because yeah. it's, it was just a release in Japan. So it's a bummer, but it's one of my all time favorite films. It's so smart. I did have a, a press copy of it for a little bit and I showed my family room was ruined like we were all just bawling it was so <laughs> cool and we were able to talk it was so cool to be able to share a movie that was so special to me uh, with them and it was mm. it was really cool damn yeah that's great I mean not only does that sound like a really special movie but it also sounds extremely entertaining too oh, yeah. which is crazy to take that kind of topic and make it like t- a time loop thing but then also like you know it, um, uh, like talking about yeah what like their reasons and why they shouldn't do it that's oh, yeah Oh man, I want to see it now. It's really good, and uh, they what, what happened? What happened? They uh, damn it, I had another point. Can't remember what it was, but I, I've been looking for it forever, and it really. How long have you been looking out. for? It? When did, did you, you check it? on Hulu or? <laughs> <laughs> I did a quick Amazon search. I didn't find it damn there. It, I'll try it. again. Sorry. When did you yeah. see it? I saw it last year. I okay. saw it in twenty seventeen, and All it right. was it was so good. It, and also, oh, what I was going to say is they built the set for it in his grandma's backyard. So it's like they didn't spend any money to mm. make this movie until they showed it to a studio and they got like the distribu- the limited distribution they had for it. So we're all good. If you could find, if anyone could find it, please, for the love of God, tell me where it now, is. Now, yeah, now I want to find it yeah. too. It's so good. 
Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> what time are we at? We've been uh, going for about an hour 40. Okay, yeah. Which for is real? our time yeah, yeah, we usually go to. We, we usually go, to go like about an hour and a half to hour 45 or so. Yeah. Really? That, that did not feel that, that long at all. This, is, this has been a great episode. Me telling that story is about 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dude. That was a ton of content. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a single word to say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I've been staring at James Cameron's face here the whole time because I looked up the list of highest grossing. Is movies. he underwater in that picture? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's a, he's in an Avatar cosplay. It looks kind of weird, actually. Dude, he's gonna build a city at the bottom of the ocean, like in Bioshock. He's gonna love it down He'll there. He'll do it. He'll be <laughs> Andrew Ryan. Yeah, he's gonna have fun. That's where he's gonna show all the new Avatar sequels, and that's where people <laughs> will go to see it. <laughs> did you know that Andrew Ryan's actually an anagram for James Cameron? If you rearrange the letters, <laughs> and if you cut out some letters and add new letters, <laughs> <laughs> if you erase James Cameron and write Andrew Ryan <laughs> it says Andrew Ryan dude it's I love creepy. easter eggs man that's great <laughs> <laughs> well on that note uh, Sam where can people find you yeehaw guys this is a lot of fun you can find me at Sam Basher everywhere that matters S-A-M-B-A-S-H-O-R for the audio listeners and then Only Stupid Answers it's a podcast where we talk about movies TV shows comic books uh, video games and recently we did one on dreams because we ran out of content, so we had to do one on dreams, and that one actually turned out to be really cool. Everyone apparently has teeth falling out dreams, and they're dude, like, dude, constantly, constantly, I'm All fucking constantly. Never yeah. had one, so I'm so scared and also I'm, confused. I'm right so now. glad that you validated that. Yeah. Why does this come up right at the end? I'm yeah. just glad that someone else felt it. Oh, so many people, so many, and it's a very common. It's just a stress dream. Seems so real too. Yeah. Like, well, I don't have my adult teeth now. Fuck, I guess. <laughs> this sounds awful. Oh it my is. God. My teeth fell in like split in half down the middle. That one was real scary. I've had ah. breaking ones where I feel them coming out of my mouth, and I'm like. Well, at least this one's okay. What? Does yeah. it do? It's like that scene from Sunny where Charlie keeps pulling yeah. his teeth out. Max, like, stop doing stop it. Stop pulling it. By the way, have you guys, I know this is the end. Have you seen the newest episode of Sunny? I no. haven't seen any of the newest season. We'll talk about this off podcast. <laughs> it's so good. It's so freaking good. Four of the movies in the top 20 highest grossing movies of all time are still in theaters. But again, we're fucking ending the episode, boys. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much interesting shit to be said. Um, okay, thank you, Sam, for stopping by. This was one of our favorite episodes. Yeah, this oh, has thanks. been great. Goddamn. Thanks. Um, um, yeah, thanks for watching. Thank you for our sponsors, if we have any. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember <laughs> if we have one to record. So we'll um, figure out. Thank should, you to our sponsors. <laughs> I should have said this earlier. Your guys' content's uh, dope. It's 100%. It's thank A+. You, plus. Thank it's real you, good. Dude. 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Big fans. Ooh, yeah. dude. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's fresh. Just don't check <laughs> Metacritic. It's fucking awful. Yeah. It's terrible. The don't. user reviews are fucking <laughs> awful. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, fellas and right. ladies. Bye. Bye.